folks, somehow, somehow, once again, we still we endure. <laughs> Just like how Stephen Wright still has a pony, we still have a podcast. Uh, to, for the for the person listening to this, though, it will be one week. <laughs> That's true. But, also, but it, was, but it was a month before th- we meant to do this and then take a break, and we accidentally took a break and then. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, everybody had shit going on. I Scooby got COVID. Yeah. My sister got married. I got COVID. Matt traveled a bunch. Matt got COVID. I painted my living room twice in the time <laughs> that we were away. Yeah, I mean, I really like made a record, basically. Yeah, yeah. Every, we all, yeah. every as you know, fan is waiting on hands and knees for for waiting the next episode to come out asking all kinds of questions will the boys be able to uh produce uh this season the way they were last a lot of expectations on the 100th episode where they be able to come through with That's something right. that means something or or is it just gonna be another flat uh flat time we have we have questions from anyone uh about about what uh matt Siani's gonna produce into this episode <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about what Friday Night's character would all be in a second. I want to say this episode is dedicated to Jeff and Audrey, who, when we were discussing the, when we were all, when three of us were together and we're like, we could just end it, Jeff and Audrey went, no. <laughs> and we're just like, we will be very upset. So we are dedicating this one to you guys with uh, uh, one of our favorite shows. But first of all, I'm Ian Benson. Joining me, as always, the problem with these introductions is that I watched the episodes a while ago, yeah. so I don't have the tact sharp, but also this episode is written in my heart, all of these. Yeah. So, And I know too much about the show in general, so I kind of just want to go off book and be like, fuck it. He's getting ti- he's getting tiger or he's getting shark DNA <laughs> injected into his spinal cord <laughs> to cure his paralysis. It's Matt Siani. I'm gonna walk. Uh, I'm gonna walk. Uh. <laughs> no, <God. laughs> um, uh, the memory he, on that. Uh, also joining me, as always, uh, he has joined in the basketball team, but is being recruited to join the football team. And there will be subtext that he's gay, <laughs> but it will never be followed through because we've completely forgotten to develop his character. It's Travis Marmon. I don't have any memorable lines at all in my entire existence on the show. <laughs> and Can course. you remember a thing that Hastings Ruckel ever said? No. I don't like football. Uh, <laughs> like, the most memorable thing about him is his terrible basketball shooting form. And then finally, uh, light- lighting a station wagon on fire with his father. <laughs> It's shouting, God forgive us. It's I was going to say, God forgive us. I was ready. <laughs> okay, well, you could say it, too. You could say it, too. I sa- I narrated it. You could say it. It's like a Dickens book. It's, do you believe all men are capable uh, of evil? I'm I'm not on the football team. <laughs> you all really should have made capable. me Landry because I just joined a metalcore band, but whatever. I, I Well, the thing is, I thought that the Hastings Ruckle setup would lead everyone to think I was going to say Steven. And I swerve. But yeah, it's as you know, the podcast dedicated to covering the first and last episode of every television show in existence. And for a special little treat, since we are we are birthday boys here today, uh, we decided to go back to a, uh, a t- the well of of television that we first drew from that Drink first led us down this everybody. path, uh, and also is uh, a television program that we have all individually seen every episode of and talked about once together during the heights. Of COVID nineteen, basically in my brain. That's true. 
Uh, is Big Dumb 10 still available on streaming I platforms? Don't no, that's think so. fully gone. No, because we stopped paying for it. Or maybe yeah. the last three, maybe the whatever the most recent three episodes are or something. Yeah. But oh right. But it's all it's all archived. Like we could we this, could, if you started paying again, it would I come think, back. I think so. I'm curious because yeah. I don't have I it backed so. up, so those could just be gone. Man, they're they're thank God. Then I, if some of those things stay dead forever, that's fine. But let's reminisce about some of those. <laughs> I remember Ian very uh, intensely explaining the pussy posse to Audrey in Matt's living room one time. Uh, that is a thing that like stuck me. with me from doing that. But yes, we talked about. We're here to talk about Friday Night Lights. Yeah, the I think the pussy posse is way overrepresented on our podcasts. I'd say vastly underrepresented <laughs> for how important they are as a cultural force. Where do we watch a television program that actually has one of them? And I'm going to yeah, go Most of those long. people weren't TV guys. Yeah. What are you talking about? Most of them were. You're just thinking of the head guys. I can only I can only think of three, and it's two movie guys and a magician. So <laughs> David Blaine has David Blaine much more much more a television guy. <laughs> yes, much more. Yeah. Where do you do magic if not TV? You know, you do magic on film. The Prestige. The Illusionist. No. Now, you yeah. now you see me. Now you see me too. Now you see me. Yeah. Okay. Well. But yeah, you got you got you got uh fucking the one guy from one of the guys from um, Entourage and J.R. Ferguson, a um, bunch of other people who appear in uh, Wolf of Wall Street and uh, Babylon. Uh, sure. But that's not what we're here to talk about. There is no pussy posse in Friday Night Lights. But no. if there was, it would star Tim Riggins. <laughs> Tim know. and Buddy Garrity patrolling the streets of... <laughs> how are we going to do this episode? I don't know. I've been thinking the whole time. of like, How do we do anything that we normally do for a show that we already know everything about? Because usually it's like for. we did some research and we learned stuff. And like, I don't know. I mean, we can talk about how we feel about these, uh, these episodes in retrospect. Like, Well, do you know what I forgot? Is that what? is that because I because I because obviously during most of the show most of the music is by W. G. Snuffy Walden, but what I <laughs> forgot was that not only the movie, which isn't part of this show, but also the pilot has a lot of actual explosions in the sky music. Yep. Yeah. Because I was watching it with someone and they were like, "This is explosions in the sky," and I said, "No, it's W. G. Snuffy Walden." And then they and they fucking shazammed it, and I got my ass handed to me because <laughs> there's a lot like, of okay, explosions well, the rest in of the, the sky. Music. Pilot, the pilot is where you shell out for the real licensing, and then right. Right. our boy Snuffy did an amazing approximation of that kind of post rock for the right. entire run of the show. Right. I think this. The king. I think the bigger. Th- issue with how we do this episode is it's been a minute so we're rusty but it's good then because then we have moments where like on a normal episode we're talking about we're just like oh yeah who is that guy you know yeah. that one main actor Steven person who has frequently said I can't remember proper nouns and then yeah. we talk about Friday Night Lights and Steven pulls out the music composer's name yeah. like I think it's great yeah but he's also the man who once said Smooth Williams uh, <laughs> and that's <laughs> my, first, my first note on this episode is smooth williams <laughs> you know what i started taking notes on because in the so in the pilot there's a lot of slamming sammy mead um uh as a narration. Greek chorus dude uh, absolute fucking it, king in this first episode this is probably yeah. the best appearance of slamming sammy mead in the entire series yeah. he fucking rules he, in he's this a, one he's a motif in the pilot yeah and uh and he's a motif throughout the throughout the series but you know in the in a, in a similar anyway he's in it a lot but as he as he does kind of play-by-play stuff which we don't see quite as much in the finale 
Um, he starts naming receivers that are not characters in the show, and I started taking notes on who he like. People kept oh hell yeah. People kept catching touchdowns that are never mentioned again. <laughs> oh like, sick. Hold on, let me find their names. All of um, all of Coach Taylor's assistants in this pilot are also Eugene, never on the show again. Eugene Williams. I don't know if that's Smash's older brother or younger brother. Eugene no, no, Williams. no. Because later Smash. Yeah. No, Smash is the oldest. Sisters, yeah, Yeah. just a different Williams, just a different Williams. That's a common name. Generic name. Generic. What Eugene Williams? We got Tony Yulia or Julia. Um, A different. He also catches a touchdown. I want to believe it's Tony Julia, and and he says Tony Julia. (laughs) Like I. That's why you say that he's Raul Julia's son or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, anyway, those are two wide receivers that catch a touchdown pass in the intro, and then wow. when Jason Street gets uh, paraplegicized, so do they, I guess. Paralyzed. By- he gets paralyzed. <laughs> paraplegicized. <laughs> that sounds like a Mortal Kombat move. <laughs> like it's a specific type of finisher. Paraplegiality. <laughs> I, I mean, I, they do rip your spine I out. I would love to see. I think that would do more than paralyze you. I think I would love to see paraplegiality. <laughs> Just fucking. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna spare you, spare you death. But you know, you're gonna have I, to deal with I, semen I, backflow for the rest of your life. I think that. <laughs> ugh, I think that. Um, geez, you remember so much about this show, man. <laughs> I uh, remember everything. <laughs> This show is, yeah, it's scribed. Matt romantically, DNA I remember now. everything. Yeah, Matt just, like, Matt just, like c- considers the middle of Friday Night Lights as he goes to bed every night. It's that meme <laughs> where Jill's like, I bet he's thinking about other girls. And he's like, he's like, I wonder what fish DNA would have given Jason Street <laughs> the ability to walk. I have said before that I would love a television program that like an American television program. I feel I feel like there's some anime that do this. Felicity is actually kind of one of these that slowly becomes supernatural and fully pivots genre, but like over time. And if yeah. Friday Night Lights had had it, where it's like, yeah, the first season's about football, and the seventh season, Jason Street is half man, half shark, and yeah. fights crime. Yeah, would have been much better than seasons four and five of this show. I would have loved. I would have loved if if uh, Jason Street. Like, give me a plot where Jason Street's half shark and has to try to hide it as he becomes like one of the best NFL players. But like, <laughs> that'd be sick too. But, like, yeah. it's because of it's, it's because a, it's he's a half performance shark. enhancing drug that's not technically yeah. illegal. You right. can't tackle him because his skin is so rough. But going off what yeah. Matt had just said about being better than season four and five, I'm now imagining a version of the show where suddenly a new part of Dylan is revealed and it's Atlantis. <laughs> deep Dylan, you know, yeah. there's deep East Dylan, Dylan, West Dylan. We had to, re- deep we Dylan. Had to reopen Deep Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go there. <laughs> reopen. Trying to start a community, <laughs> start a community service program down there. We're trying to keep the lights on, you know. <laughs> East Dylan, West Dylan, Deep Dylan, Ancient Dylan, Forgotten Dylan, Sky Dylan, Sky Dylan, <laughs> Mountain Dylan, yeah. <laughs> Spirit Dylan, Dylan, yeah, Spirit yeah, yeah, yeah. Dylan. Oh, sp- I like Spirit Dylan. Shadow Dylan. <laughs> what about what about Wish Dylan? Wish Dylan. Oh hell yeah! Oh god. <laughs> Space Dylan. If we ever do a show that we just watch every single episode of of again, it should be that. Oh, I agree. Is that, are we once upon a time posting? <laughs> oh, wish okay. Wish Rumple. <laughs> just so we can finally piece everything together. So yeah, that is a important. Dragon. Draw fucking I, maps everywhere. I I wish to recapture the energy, but we're getting a little slap happy, which is good because right. Friday Night yeah. Lights, of course, 
was a, an American sports drama developed by Peter Berg, uh, inspired by the movie, which was inspired by the book by uh, which Buzz was inspired Bissinger. by Texas. Which, yeah, <laughs> Wilco the song off the <laughs> album, Wilco the album by Wilco the band, Friday Night Lights the show based on Friday Night Lights the movie based on Friday Night Lights the book. One of the great pieces of nonfiction writing in American history, like Domino Falling, leading to shark DNA yes. shit. Oh, I thought <laughs> you were going to say is the article about Buzz Bissinger's Gucci addiction. <laughs> that too. Because you see the guy who wrote, uh, you know, Friday Night Lights, the journalist, and you're like, oh, this guy does not look like what I expected him to, as he wears like a Gucci skull t-shirt and leather pants and thigh-high wow. boots. That's awesome. Um, I never have He's addicted to both shopping and sex. You and me both, buddy. Uh, sure. But he has nothing to do Shopping with this. Shopping is the new sex. Shopping. <laughs> you got to say it 100% weirder, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't squirrely enough. Yeah. Yeah, do I have to say it like Kristen Stewart? Is that yeah. you say, actually, yeah. could you say it like... Sex. Just for me, could you say it like Matt Saracen? <laughs> Shopping is the new sex. <laughs> Now, some have said shopping is the new sex. Can you, can you say it like Lila <laughs> Garrity? That buddy? Yeah. <laughs> can I say it like, like just through grit? Shopping! Shopping's Eric. new sex, Jason! <laughs> <laughs> Saying it like buddy. It. <laughs> Eric? <laughs> I heard shopping is the new sex. Guys, the show is so good. It's still yeah, so it's good. It's really like remarkable how much better this is than every other TV Gentlemen, show that we've watched for this. So much like, care. It's like something you need to know show. before you go out there. And it's that shopping is the new sex. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something right now. Shopping is the new sex. Here's the thing. Uh, you going to tell me the thing? It's insane. Let me tell you something. Uh, it's insane how many guys they had locked and loaded from the pilot of this show like i remember billy riggins as like a late edition guy because they wanted more characters but like billy riggins even arrives fully formed at the yeah. beginning of this I mean, fucking show like they've got the fucking they've got the fucking lesbian mayor they've got buddy ready to go they've got matt tara they've got like tara. tara's sister who's tara tyra 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 yeah, they got Mindy Collette. They got fucking Billy Riggins. I am still the guy who said Smith Williams. I'm yeah. liable for a Tara. I forgot about the lesbian mayor. Who has the yeah. best line of the episode? She's in, I agree. She's in the yeah. pilot. <laughs> Which one? Uh, do you like early Black Sabbath? Makes you mean. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Why am I even questioning? Wait, okay, who was the one who asked Tim Riggins if a, if a, if a blitz was a sex thing? That's just some random woman. I, I think that was one uh, of the 17 random women that were talking to Tim Riggins, because in yeah. this episode, it seems that Tim Riggins is perhaps 17 years old, and not what will be revealed by the third season is that <laughs> he be, was somehow... He was, so he was 14. 15? Yeah, 15. 15. 15 in this, yeah, 15 everyone, in this right, everyone, everyone gets an extra year uh, over the course of the series. We, of course, also picked this one because of the fact that uh, Friday Night Lights infamously impacted by the writer strike, and we stand in solidarity yes. continuing uh, with the writers who are still on strike. Fucking yeah. take it Give to them. Give them fucking hell. A, and the actors. Who's, who's like, whose last strike literally saved this show, which is so funny. It's the, the reverse of what people expect out of it. People love to bring up the show as an example of, well, the last time the writer strike happened, uh, Tyra Landry killed a dude. And it's like, no, the writer strike ended that that was the whole thing the season ended abruptly never because recovered. they went on it strike. is unfortunate but thankfully Executive due to us watching whatever. friday night lights the first time uh that is why i watch riverdale which delivers that 
level of energy of season two consistently. Gosh, it's so close to being done, huh? It certainly is. (laughs) (laughs) How's how's that one uh, going? How's the death march for that show? I suspect you'll probably find out. (laughs) (laughs) So previous guest, uh, Ali, uh, for the Skins episode, if you're keeping score, um, got her tonsils out two weeks ago and it turns out if you get your tonsils out as an adult the recovery period is effectively a month whoa um so uh for the first 10 days the pain starts out very bad and only gets worse for 10 whole days oh um, so she just like has to be force fed and uh have like you know wait force, force fed? fed well like like <laughs> like basically we gotta you hold have her down to- well, like, I have to do this tomorrow because her husband's going back to work. So literally, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to be like, Allie, you need to eat. And she's going to be like, I don't want to because it hurts too bad. And I'm going to be like, please eat. You have to eat. She's like, okay. I need this or I won't eat. I thought like, you said, I thought you were about to say you had to. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were about to say you had to go over there. And you had to shove food down her mouth like it's a dog that won't eat. No. Its uh, no. no Matt, and I, Matt, Matt and I were like, oh, you're fattening up her liver. So that you <laughs> <laughs> right. It'll taste better. I, you can't yeah. deny that it'll taste better. If you do that, it's the lack of anyway, ethics that make it work. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, birds aren't. I, I've, I've, I've. After day ten, which is tomorrow, um, when it actually starts getting better, we're, we're going to binge watch the rest of the show. So I'm excited for that. I'm actually not caught up right now. I'm only like halfway through. I worry about prolonged Riverdale five, exposure five to your episodes. brain. Yeah, that's the thing that's damaged me the most in the past five years. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're like this. You, a photo of you before Riverdale and a photo of you after Riverdale. It's just uh, my hair is very long. It's <laughs> the only thing. Like I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Friday, Night Friday Night Lights, Lights ran for five seasons, uh, uh, yeah. 76 episodes. It, was, uh, it originally aired on NBC, but due to... Uh, the low ratings, uh, a deal was struck with DirecTV to co-produce it. So th- the uh, seasons three through five originally aired on DirecTV 101 Network, which is real precursor to now where it's like, you want to watch Westworld? Oh, you got to get like f- freebie or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I actually didn't know that. Um yeah, I'm sure we but talked about it, it at some point. Six, it would air six months later on NBC. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, the AV Club reviews of the single episode, like recap write-ups. Remember that time? Uh, yeah, I are like, it, hey, yeah. if you we're doing this as they uh, as they air on NBC. If you've already watched it, don't spoil it, or huh. whatever, or something like that. But uh, yeah, it was uh, beloved. Uh, it uh, low ratings, big word of mouth, long-lasting impact. You know, people yeah. who uh, really kind of break through and go on to have larger careers. I will not be naming the As You Know All-Stars for this episode because it would take me the rest of the episode because of the fact that we all love this show so much that we have on occasion just picked people who are in it. But this will not be the first, you know, this is not the first time we are encountering many of these friends, but it's nice to see their faces again. And also, I wish for a bit I should have had a friend swing by, one of the ones with keys so that they could just come into my apartment, tell me, fuck you, and then leave in real Dylan style of just dropping <laughs> oh, by yeah, to tell you, fuck that. off. 
one of the recurring segments, scenes in the film. I mean, in the, in the in the series of just someone going someplace to just tell one person off and never like stick around. So. Show up, tell the fuck you, and go away. Yeah, it's really a show that's legacy. Uh, was helped by like it's always been available on a streaming platform it's moved mm. around on a few of them but it's always it's been now. either on yeah. netflix or on hulu it's on netflix in the u.s right now again oh, um okay. i rewatched i i watched this pilot for this episode um on as an in-flight thing um oh. on my way back from chicago because the first fun. six episodes were just available on american airlines uh how much you, did you cry if you fly american 90 times soon <laughs> uh, i didn't it feels like the type of thing where you just like you always cry on airplanes when you watch that. I have never had that that experience. Of I, that, I cry like, on airplanes. Weird scientific thing. every fucking time. Every yeah, it's it's the. I don't altitude. think I've ever watched something on an airplane. What about what? have you watched have you watched something by watching it through? Have you been the, to Europe? Oh, all the time. <laughs> the seat in front of you. Do you just stare I guess and you didn't watch, watch yeah, anything I, when you went to Italy? I re- I remember reading like an entire book on the way there. I don't Ooh. remember what I did on the way back. I think it was really turbulent, so I just had a panic attack for six hours. Yeah, that makes sense. That while, while I was watching while I was watching Friday Night Lights, Ian, I was also watching a child watch Brave and a mom watch Crazy Rich Asians uh, through three through criers. Three uh, criers right there. I don't know. Or my personal favorite was when I watched a guy pay for Wi-Fi to watch Aloha on his phone and fall asleep. I think you texted me like the moment you landed about that one. I was so one. amazed by that. Yeah. Of all the and I, I think I was immediately like, do you know Aloha means sky? <laughs> I should watch Aloha and to honor my favorite art installation, that Aloha billboard that was up. In R.I.P. <laughs> I'm still mad that I went to a themed party that was based around the Aloha billboard, and then it got taken down before the party happened. So it was then a like R.I.P. the Aloha billboard. Yeah. That is one of the uh, whitest things I've ever heard anyone ever say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's crazy how much better shot this is than other shows. It's really noticeable mm-hmm. when you watch only like. Especially like contemporary TV is just like so garbage looking. Like I feel like it got a lot of hype for looking really good. Like all TV looks like quote unquote prestige TV now. Mm-hmm. But then you watch Friday Night Lights, which has this amazing grain to it. It's I, like the camera work is all it's, fucking amazing. I handheld. feel like no one no like, one's done the the handheld as well. It's as so they natural. Did. It's so fucking great the, to look at. The beautiful thing about the show is they do the documentary style. Without ever without doing a cutting talking, head. Yeah. Or cu- cutting to a talking head. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because that's what head. it is, is you get the sort of like, almost like, they, you, they uh, other than some very ridiculous moments, uh, the first season actually is probably the best for this. Like, there are parts where you could like be like, this is, this happened, right? Some of this was like, this is just like footage of like people who live their lives. And yeah. like, it is influenced by those things. And then in turn also has like influenced a generation of those types of yeah. filmmakers. Uh, yeah, which is hilarious. Is, everything that's not this. football, anyway. Yeah, it's hilarious that it did this. I mean, the the episode was uh, written by, written and directed by Peter Berg, and the cinematographer yeah. was David Boyd, who um, was like inspired because he stumbled onto the set of Paris is Burning, and like went on to do like the entirety of Firefly, and is like a very talented cinematographer. Uh, he, uh, you know in terms of films, uh, less ideal work, but, you know, knows what to do on television. Mm-hmm. But um, he, uh, Peter Berg, of course, you're like, yeah, he made this. And then everything else he's made since then basically sucks big time. <laughs> I saw him in the film Collateral last night. 
Um, but he made the greatest war movie since Saving Private Ryan. Is that Lone Survivor? Right? And is that yes. the Bill Simmons quote? Yes, mm. that is the Bill Simmons review that was quoted endlessly in the trailer. Yeah, he made Friday Night Lights. Well, he did the very bad thing, which is a movie with Cameron Diaz and John Favreau, and I don't know anything about. And then the that. Rundown, which I think is the first like Dwayne Johnson movie. Oh, where it's like him and that or Walking Scott. Tall or whatever. Those, I oh, got those yeah. confused all the time. Then he does Friday Night Lights, and is like, I know what I am. And then it's like The Kingdom. I don't know mm. what this is. I see Jennifer Garner with a machine gun. That's weird. Hancock. <laughs> Oh. Battleship. You know, Hancock is half Hancock. a good movie. Battleship. Mm. I'm not going to lie. I watched somebody watch Hancock on an airplane like <laughs> like a year ago. So I guess. And then halfway I through, are to... you getting mad? Like, they're angels? That's fucking oh, stupid. I didn't, know, I didn't know they were angels. You're spoiling <laughs> Hancock for me. Yeah, sorry. Spoilers for Hancock. That's the twist. They're angels. Lone Survivor, Deepwater Horizon, Patriot's Day. Oh boy, mile twenty-two, and Spencer confidential. Boy, he really gets. He's yeah. is he Wahlberg's guy? Seems like he might be Wahlberg's yeah, guy. Yeah, I think so. That sucks. He was good in Collateral, though. He was good in Friday Night Lights as guy with cowboy hat that menaces <laughs> Coach Taylor and then <laughs> gets in a helicopter <laughs> and, and, and dies. That's how it goes, right? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, and then the season ends. Collateral's so good. Collateral has one of the scariest film scenes ever. Which one? The club where then the shooting happens That's and it's so just an crazy. anxiety attack. Yeah. <laughs> After seeing that like way more stylized in John Wick pretty recently, it's wild to watch just like a uh, a fairly <laughs> here's like how it would go. Yeah, here's how it would actually be if 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 Tom Cruise in the worst hair and makeup I've ever seen was just <laughs> blasting so rounds good. into a crowd. And you're, you know the I whole realized? time you're like, why isn't there a guy in a fat suit that's acting like a minor Batman villain doing roundhouse <laughs> kicks at people? <laughs> yeah. Where's the bouncer from Bergein? <laughs> I, I watched the first like two hours and 20 minutes of Zodiac on a flight recently. Oh, man. That's they basically me, all of Zodiac. They made, yeah. me, they made me stop about 14 <laughs> minutes from the end. Like, that you know, they, sucks they, they so much. It. I was so mad. And, uh, and then I was oh, like, oh, don't worry. I'll just watch it in the airport. But I just ADHD'd it away. So I just never did it. And I just remembered right now that I have <laughs> That you don't know who the Zodiac seen, killer is? Yeah, have you seen Zodiac before? Because that is one of the best Yeah, like, it was like 13. Oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, masterful film. But, but I don't really remember. Um, we get a good Friday introduction. They really, from the jump in this show, established that Coach has both lived in Dylan forever. And coaches brand new to Dylan, <laughs> and they do it so, like it's like fucking sleight of hand. You're like, yep. It's crazy how they do it right in front of your face, and you're like, totally. He's been working with Jason. He's been working with Jason Street the whole time. Yeah, he lives there, but yeah. he's still looking for a house. Right, uh, and <laughs> and nobody knows anything about this guy. Yeah, but everybody but everyone knows, knows everything him. about this guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like maybe he coached my. Headcanon is Your like head is he, he coached, like the middle school. He coached Jason and like Pop Warner and like yeah maybe in the middle school and then he went into high school coaching elsewhere in 
the area. He's never been a head coach before. And then got re- it he's was like never an been assistant, a hook, yeah. and then yeah. Or got, he's a, got or hired. he was a quarterback guru. He's just you know. He's never of. been a head coach, but like as we learned at the in the fifth season, and Tammy's like, all I've done has been coach his wife. We've moved so many times following you around. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Like, yeah, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter. An assistant that moved around. No, it and, doesn't yeah, matter. Of course, it doesn't matter. The Jason Street. <laughs> he's a quarterback coach. He's like known for being a quarterback's coach, but his backup quarterback. Has never seen a football one time in his entire fucking life. He gets brought on basically because he knows Jason. But it's all. I really want to know what the, who the previous coach was and what happened to him. That he is never mentioned. That black guy he talked to near the car was that not who that was? No, it was oh. just some guy. There's all these like th- this pilot I has a lot of people that, never I assumed again. that was the previous coach, but they didn't no. say it. But I assumed it for some reason. I uh, my take from that Stephen was I was like this is some other coach he knows a yeah, mentor right. figure in his right. life right we're gonna establish this guy as an important guy that that coach Eric Taylor goes to when he needs he knows has never seen again yeah. that guy knows about the chaps like he's he's clearly like involved I, I he knew about the chaps because he was like make sure to prepare them for the counter make sure they're ready for the counter like he knew what their game plan was I'm the other reading team. over. The recap that I have to see if it's mentioned this guy at all. Does he have a <laughs> name in the credits? And again, all his assistants never show up again. Like I know, we all know coaches' assistant pool very well by the end of this show, and none yeah. of these guys are in it. There's no Mac. There's no Spivey. There's no the other old white guy uh, who's, who's remains the, who's an assistant. The, who's and he's the, still like, in. Kind of queer coded guy. No, he's not. Queer-coded. <laughs> There's he's definitely queer. not. No. Well, he he's at oh, the, he's thinking, in the last one. Yeah. yeah you're thinking, and by guy. queer coded, you mean Julie sees. Yeah, Julie sees yeah, him at a gay yeah. bar. I corrected myself. Oh yeah. And um, it's never mentioned again. He just walked into the wrong bar. It's fine. <laughs> What's his name again? I don't remember his name. But yeah, it is revealed, yeah, okay. The Wikipedia write-up it is revealed that Coach Taylor, who has recently been made a head coach, used to coach the exceptionally gifted quarterback Jason Street. I did. That's why plot level, write-ups are unclear. perfect. You're just like, okay, sure. Um, or did Jason move to Dylan recently too, or something? I don't know. But everybody knows Coach. Probably not. And ev- yeah, everybody knows Coach. Everybody knows Jason. Everyone knows that Jason's Jason. Jason has go a long-standing relationship with Lila Garrity. Yeah, that's true. Okay. And, and Tim time, Riggins. But. Texas forever. That's right. What? Okay. So, pilot, it covers basically the week, the school week from Monday leading up to game day. Um, and then... Um, That's funny that you say school week. Yeah. Given. Well, it's not... <laughs> how little school ever appears in this. Well, hey. you know, football season usually starts before the school year actually starts. Usually yeah. the first game is... Sometimes. Depends and, on and your Dylan, district. And Dylan exists in a weird kind of time uh, void where uh, students don't age. Aragon comes out months before its actual release. <laughs> um, other things that happen on this television yeah. program. Everyone talks about Tim not aging, but my favorite thing is that in this first season, Landry is driving and in AP physics, and he still hasn't graduated by season four. He goes from the like older one or yeah, he go- to being like suddenly the baby of the bunch. Yeah. Because it's like Matt graduates before he does. Yes, yeah. he winds up him and yeah, and Julie winds up being a year younger too. She's explicitly said to be a sophomore, and then she doesn't graduate until the fourth season. Also, mm, well, don't worry about it. Don't worry about I it. I have never worried Shut about up. anything with a television program. I do not care about internal logic. My brain no, is very doesn't matter to now. me. I think it's interesting to point it out sometimes, but I don't. <laughs> I don't need to. Yeah, I go. Oh, that's wild. And then I. <laughs> 
and I go back to thinking about complicated things. Yes, they still wanted I, to have Julie on the show. All right, well, that makes um, sense. It does it. She's got to tell us about drunk driving or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> she has to meet the Swede. Yeah, she has to fuck Shaky Graves. I know someone who was but talking not. about going to a Shaky Graves show, and they were like, do you know anything about it? It was like they were going because their friend really likes him. <laughs> And I, they're like, do you know this guy? And I either went, oh, the Swede. And they're like, what? And, I was like, <laughs> and they're like, he's from Austin. Doesn't matter. No, I just, I just, they didn't, they just were like, what? And that, like, thinking that there was more to it, which there was. And I just was like, he was in the second season of Friday Night Lights. Is this guy that uh, winds up getting in with Julie, and they call him the Swede, and he ever gets He's a lifeguard. And they were just like, what? Who did you become just there? Did you know the knife hasn't played in Texas since uh, in ten years? All right, Woo! that guy. <laughs> Remember, it doesn't matter. That a kid about <laughs> that was his pitch for journalism <laughs> class. Why hasn't the knife come to Texas anytime recently? Fair question. Anyway, the pilot. Yeah, Where back the to the pilot. From, like fucking Sweden. I think they're not like a New York band. I don't fucking know what the knife is. I think Steven's more correct. <laughs> they are from more Gothenburg. Correct. Yeah, but they're not a mellow death band or pop songwriters. Don't understand. Well, hey, there, there's also Jens Lechman. That's true. And the Hives or whatever. But yeah. The hives you know, are in Swedish. Gothenburg, they don't have VIP yes, lines. Yes, the Hives oh, yeah. are Swedish. You know the Hives are Swedish? I, I, made, I, I, I saw this. Okay, <laughs> you don't I'm know where every band that you listen to is from? <laughs> I'm gonna talk about this. You don't have that kind of autism that I do? <laughs> I'm going to talk about no. Oh, he I'm gonna talk about. <laughs> I don't have that. I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about something that happened to me recently because I posted it in a group chat and nobody acknowledged it, but it was funny. And I want to talk about it, which is why oh, I'm yeah. podcast. Um, <laughs> so do you remember? So remembers, people won't ignore my messages in the chat. I need to broadcast them. <laughs> I exactly. agree with it. Yeah, 100%. We've all done this. At least yeah, me 100%. And, that's why this exists. Steven, go on. The, the Tick, Tick, Boom was a big song. Everyone remembers that song. Oh, I completely yeah. missed whatever this message is, too. So I'm very excited. No I saw worry. it. I know what he's talking about. Um, <laughs> thanks, Travis, for not responding to my message. I did what I do. I nodded and I put my phone away. God damn it. Matt, do you know about this message? No. Tick, tick, boom. Everyone remembers that song. It starts out with, it's like, and then it's like, yeah, 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 I was right all along. And I was just walking through a bar. Literally the day after I was dumped uh, trying to uh, find a friend because I just didn't want to be at home and couldn't figure out where the hell she was. And, you know, it was like guitarist one says, yeah, guitarist two says, yeah, or, you know, bassist says, yeah, lead singer says, yeah. And then the da da da. And then like, yeah, 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 you came tagging along. And then like. The next line is exhibit A on a tray, what you say as I throw it in your face. But the but the guitarist went, yeah, because he didn't know when to stop going, yeah. And then, like, the, the lead singer just ignored it. And was like, exhibit A, what you say, what you say, when you throw it in your face. And then the, and then the next line, the guy was like, yeah. <laughs> and then literally, the lead singer went up to him as, as he was singing, exhibit B, which is, and just, like, grabbed him by the scruff of his collar and was, like, shaking his head as he was singing, like, stop singing, yeah, god fucking damn it. <laughs> Counterpoint. Like then you went up to the singer and you grabbed him by the collar <laughs> and then you started shaking your head because it was way better when they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, this is a fun new take on it. 
And it was it just happened to be a song where I know exactly how it goes because <laughs> of the phase that I the phase that I had where I only listened to that genre that very specific genre of music. Um, I only listened to the Mountain Goats voice. I only listened to the hives. I, 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 I only listened to like revival. And the vines jet. and strokes and the white stripes and jet and you know. Yeah, as long as there weren't wolf mother. As long as there weren't it's any time. interesting I was about to say wolf mother, but that's actually somewhat different. It's from time this, for me. It's time for me to once again watch the Vines Letterman performance. Yes, <laughs> one of the sloppiest things in existence. Also sloppy, the relationship dynamics in Friday mm-hmm. Night Lights because they're teens. That's the most realistic thing about them as teens is they have too many emotions and they don't know how to deal with them, and so sometimes. It all just boils over, and some people think they're going to be in love forever. Uh, Lila and and Jason, and then you got Tim and Tyra, who are I guess in love forever. Oh yeah, I think so. In the end, yeah. Well, I've been in love with you, Tim, since I was fifteen years old. Tyra goes through probably the most, not necessarily most interesting, but like the the deepest development i feel like of anyone over time from like point a to point b here like i feel like pilot tyra is like almost unrecognizable from like how i would describe the character of tyra yeah like all I the mean, all the makeup all the like she's trying to fuck like everybody like it's all i don't yeah. know very different than how i would like yes we she's a character tyra. who's like very sexual but not one but when i think of tyra as a character it's she's the she, one who has no connection to football and doesn't like it and has this like tough home life and in this show in this episode she's just like sure but, you everybody. know that's on the surface you meet somebody you see them they're going True. through a tough time you make judgments you know there's a whole inner life under and now right. i and wonder this is, this is how she's feeling it i now wonder where adrian palicki is these days she's in a lot of stuff like yeah she was in john oh, she's i see her on the around orville. all the time she's on yeah she's on the orville she was on agents of shield she's in the first john wick i guess that was almost a decade ago now yeah um the but first like John Wick was nine years ago, yeah. Yeah, she pops up a lot. She's from Toledo, Ohio. Northwest Ohio legend. Mid- Midwest queen. I called Christopher Nolan a Midwest king the other day, and everyone looked at me weird, and then I explained that he's actually from Evanston. Wow. Ew. Hate to see it. Him and Eddie Vedder. I was like, yeah, he's he's from <laughs> London, but also Evanston. He just like lived both the London of America. When you started a sentence with, I called Christopher Nolan. I, I called him up and I said, Christopher, love the new picture. Never do that again. <laughs> Don't leave us all emotionally harrowing. You definitely destroyed Barbie in terms of films. I am aware that I am wearing a Barbie-related T-shirt way. right now. You won't make a dime. How do you, what, do, what do we want to talk about with the pilot? How do we want to go through this? I started the recap and then immediately we got sidetracked by other Friday Night Light. And we're like, thoughts. we've done this, but we don't know if the audience that's listening to this one has watched Probably this. Not. So, Probably not. Let's talk, so, yeah, let's get into... Okay, so, I mean, let's... let's uh, also, the other thing is, like, how do we do these recaps? I don't, the we're basic rusty. bones, fine. Yeah, the basic bones on this show are, you know, and the first episode are, which I think one of the greatest pilots of all time. Is yeah. you yeah. get the, the stretch of just the build up to the first game of the season of a team with high expectations. You know, one of the one of the Texas schools that is a real football power, um, and you know that is what rules the town. Though I have recently learned how much more Texas invests in education than the rest of the uh, the country by and large, and like the facilities of their high schools, which is kind of jarring considering other parts of the Texas education curriculum. Not including their athletic departments? Uh, yeah, like, yeah, I was seeing a new high school in Texas that was, Just like... straight up. 
just insane end-to-end uh, -end because they do actually put money into those things in their public high schools. Which yeah, but what they teach the kids is... Uh, yeah, that's yeah, why... Fuck with the curriculum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful modern facilities. Let, far less of the things that it seemed to be going on here, at least from what I was seeing in the, in the glance of like... Yeah. You know, at least in the, the larger cities where it's like, oh, wow, half the high schools in uh, where I live, they just don't have air conditioning. Yeah. I mean, Texas, uh, for all its shit it has a shitload of money so it does kind of make sense um but um so you know we, we we start with um uh coach um surveying the field and you know getting ready for the practice and we're introduced to the players uh some of which will become very prominent over the seasons tim riggins matt saracen jason street smash williams smash smooth williams smash <laughs> Um, do I still have the note on my phone of names that Stephen called Friday Night Lights characters that were not their actual names? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. you know, this stuff is all perfect for getting an introduction to who these characters are, what their deal is. So you get t Tim is showing up half drunk. Like the, the reporter is like, I smell alcohol on your breath. To this 15-year-old. Obviously doesn't look good. Yeah, to this to this guy who's definitely 15 years old and not <laughs> like 28. Best uh, best costume choice in the entire thing is his like neck uh pad yeah that's how you know oh he's a fullback he's a fullback he's scary he's got the neck pad. he kicks ass we don't have neck roll guys anymore yeah. and and modern football fans miss him every day so can i just say in line with the fact that tim riggins was showing up to practice every day our hero and role model all around good guy good father good community guy somebody to look up to for a lot of people who have been on this podcast before uh coach taylor mm -hmm. decides that the way to deal with the fact that one of his players is showing up drunk to school and clearly very troubled is yeah. to have everyone hit him really hard yeah over and what, over one of the first football scenes we get is the coach torturing a minor yes it's just the oklahoma drill it's fine that's yeah. how it works what, what we We've get from Coach it. Taylor in this episode is him yep. torturing a minor, getting one of his players paralyzed, he, and then throwing yeah. somebody who he getting refused to train for no reason. He throwing him into this high pressure situation when he had yeah. That's absolutely bad coaching. yeah bad coaching. And but then, the, but the, the second one again, you cannot you cannot seriously take the street family lawsuit line, <laughs> which is he didn't properly train his QB to tackle and this got to paralyze. That's so stupid. <laughs> you know that that's stupid. Matt did We're that not a tackle. You don't just throw. Oh, Matt, did that Matt did that I during say, the original run. I would like to invoke once again my defense uh, that appears throughout in, de in, determine, uh, in this show of people interacting with Tim Riggins, which is you can't look at that guy and say he's a minor. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't care if he's a minor. You don't take somebody who's troubled and decide that the way to punish them is to physically beat them. Like... He I believes know in an anime I know lifestyle. I know he's yeah. beating him by proxy, but I don't that really doesn't know if that's it any less, better. Yeah. 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 The, it is. I, it's I, football. I mean, They're about to it get literally beaten. is the first scene of actual like football practice that you see in the show. Don't say it's football. Coach he put Riggins in there and had him. everyone hit him. That's football. That no, is yeah. football. <laughs> if you, no, it is football. It's the way it's handled throughout. football. This is the rotten core. Yeah. If you are criticizing this and you watch actual football, yeah. I don't want to fucking hear it anymore. Yeah. Okay. I absolutely. One hundred percent agree. A guy fucking die on the field Ian? and everyone kept fucking Ian? watching the show. I mean, the series. Like, I, just, I don't want it. Yeah. Ian, you're 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 missing the point. The point is not 
that football is good and and this is some weird exception to the real real world where football is good you're not listening to me what i'm saying <laughs> is it's weird that everybody thinks coach taylor is this perfect angel and he does shit like this yeah he's it's my weird. dad he's not a perfect angel he's a great molder of young men yeah we talk about he's daddy yeah I mean, it's really about him combining with Tammy to like, be the perfect yes, parents DJ that Durkin we all want. exists, but I don't hear my friends be like, <laughs> DJ Durkin, what a hero, daddy. No, but I hear my, my friends eyes. continue to watch this sport that is, at this point, indefensible. Yeah, cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> A guy died on the field and everyone was like, oh shit, wow, wild, and then kept on watching. And then A guy like, died on the field in soccer, too. It's whatever. A guy died on the field from a <laughs> bizarre cardiac event. He wasn't hit so That's hard. also what happened in, the, in football. That's what happened to Tamar Hamlin. He had a cardiac event. He got hit in the chest at a weird time. Yeah, the, like, the, the hit in the, the chest. the exact same yeah, thing. The ver- but it was like he collapsed on the sideline with no contact. I'm just saying. I'm fucking tired yeah, of football. Stop, stop honestly, watching football. That could are happen in fucking basketball. Else, I am, and thank you for saying it. I'm finally stop watching free football. And I can it's embarrassing. Don't embarrass yourself um, like that. Grow up. Embarrass Stop yourself by uh, Big Dumb Ten season four. It's just me and Steven. Yeah. Go, uh, embarrass yourself by going to the local fast food restaurant, which in this episode is not Applebee's, but would very quickly become Applebee's in all other episodes. Yeah. Correct. And hadn't secured that sponsorship yet. Yeah. What was it called? Dude. I think, I think it, it has I a think name. It's just yeah. generic local restaurant. I wanted to say the Tasty Freeze. Aztec but that's Burger. <laughs> it's not no, the Alamo Freeze thing. either. That's the Alamo yeah. Freeze combined with. I mean, Tasty Freeze is just from John orders Elkin. an Aztec burger. So whatever so, it is, it's like uh, it's like ancient civilization theme. Or or <laughs> yeah, or, they say wait, what food you can get there. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> but very lazily done because there's nothing else in the rest of this. Usually, if you have an Aztec thing, it's a Mexican I, restaurant. I don't, I don't know. What do you think an Aztec? What would you have on an Aztec burger? I, would, if, like, it's it's cynically or earnestly, nachos on it or something. Yeah, cynically or earnestly. If I were Matt, trying to sell more, no, I tell you, you got to make a thing called an Aztec burger. What are you serving? Um, probably raw or very close to raw beef with like sickle pock and a bun and like something so fermented that you cannot even imagine like your current like American sensibilities could not handle how fermented this fucking thing is. Uh, and it'd be awesome. It'd be super spicy. The bun would be masa, de- of course. Too delicate for American sensibilities. Yeah. A real place is a place like this having a thing called the Aztec Burger. It's going to have like nachos. jack cheese. Yeah. It's going to have nachos on it. Yeah, it's just going to be their what? Southwest slash Mexican. Yeah, is thing. nachos on a burger a thing? Yeah, I know chips on a sandwich. Kuma's Corner, dude. Yeah, not in many years. Have you ever been to America? <laughs> um, regrettably, <laughs> unfortunately, always. So here's what we learned Steven, at the at the uh, at the Applebee's is Julie Taylor is brand new in town. It's so disorienting the way that the city is structured. <laughs> I guess she moved from East Dillon. I don't know. <laughs> We're all which we, East Dillon which is just Dillon. Yet. It's just the east side but of they're Dillon. In the, they're in and they're in that district the as situation. established later. East but the Dillon. But the East Dillon has always been a school, right? No, no, it, it closed, closed down, and then gets reopened, uh-huh. and then there's redistricting. God, Matt only remembers season two. Of course, Matt doesn't like the season where the black characters are introduced. Uh, yeah, they, <laughs> they introduced the white savior narrative in that, and it's awesome. And a friend told very, me. Uh, a friend told me that um, he doesn't uh, even like Tinker, the best character on. Uh, God, what else? Happened? This all went off of 
like so they introduced Tim Riggins, then mm. then it's Well we were at the we know. were at the we were at the fush food spot and mm. that's where Julie is introduced and they talk to her and yeah. mm-hmm. uh, she's, she's hearing like, about football, football for the first time. Uh because and she's, she's like I don't hang out Dylan. with football players. I've never heard of football. <laughs> I don't Landry, know what my dad does. He just disappears. Landry's just like, I don't play football and Matt or <laughs> Matt barely does. Of course the fun joke here is that um uh, Jesse Plemons is the only one of the like people with actual football experience. Yeah, love that. The only high school football player in the cast. Um, I'm always curious about like Matt's pre varsity background as well. Like, was he a middle school QB? You mean Siani? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know Matt. I know Matt Siani's football background. Uh, but Matt Saracen, I guess he's two years younger than Jason, so he probably did QB at the same middle school or whatever a couple years later. I wonder if he was any good. No, no, definitely no, he's not. Just, he's <laughs> just incredibly lucky. Yeah. Um. So there's uh there's the pep rally at the car dealership. Is this where Buddy is first introduced? I believe so. Yeah, I think so. The king, Brad Leland. Yeah, the most realist, the most true to life character on this show by a million miles. Yeah. Remember when he gets fucking eaten by zombies and the last the last of us? And I was like, yes. holy shit! I haven't remember seen Buddy when he Gary almost a kills minute. a guy at a strip club in this show. <laughs> remember when he adopts a troubled child <laughs> for like an entire season and then he's never heard from him again okay steven it's your turn to name a buddy garrity plot line um okay oh god no um buddy garrity um <laughs> he does throw a stake into the woods <laughs> oh yeah okay well, there's the time he goes camping with his kids. There's his other kid. Papa what? made steak for everyone, but only two kids came. <laughs> just yeah. Buddy Garrity throwing steaks. There's the time. God, this show is. I don't the, remember. The writers. I don't remember anything about really Buddy Garrity. Something here. Wow. Uh, I like when Buddy stands up to all the other boosters and gives an impassioned defense of his best friend Eric, a man who <laughs> detests him. <laughs> Uh, he fucks Tyra's mom. Is the cure to male loneliness have becoming oh, a prominent right. booster on a football team and making the coach hang out with you? Yeah, d- easily the like my favorite character on the show. I fucking love Buddy Garrity. Uh, he's awful. He's so real. Brad he's Leland is incredible in this role. He's such a type of American that is very prominent. Yeah. Uh, such a I don't know, as I have, The thing that sticks with me is always when we did our character review and we had Jeff and Audrey on and Jeff said, quote, that's a dude for sure. <laughs> I think about that with Buddy all the time. A prominent booster that owns a car dealership is one of the most realistic character types. Yeah. And do you so, know of your local high school? And like, I think he's implied to have like played D1 college ball, but no, man, his glory days, he won state. I think he was QB at Dillon. In you know, the 1970s. Of, okay, what's what's Buddy's relationship to Santiago? Does he kind of bother <laughs> him a little bit? Like he is adopts he, like, him. he brings him in. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. why or how he gets connected to him. That's yeah, why the, does why oh, is he connected? Oh, it's, to Santiago? I think because Lila, I think Lila meets him when she's in her hyper Christian phase, and she goes and like leads like a church group at like the juvenile hall where Santiago is. And that's right. Yeah, Alex is rewatching the show herself right now, so she just told informed me I'm correct. So uh, that is how Santiago okay. ends up in their life. Can anyone here name the third child of the Garrities? Buddy the Jr. girl? Yeah. Yeah, not no, Buddy Jr. 
because everyone remembers Buddy Jr., who goes away for a while and then comes back because he is un- out of control and needs to be taught how to live a life like a man. <laughs> so and thus like, must play football like, to be he needs your father, or No, it's like Buddy needs his father is what like is determined. And then Buddy is like, well, I can't do this. And then punts him to Eric. Yeah, I'll give you to a real father, Eric Taylor. I have uh, no idea. I don't remember what the daughter's name is. That's not Lila. Tabby or Tabitha? Tabby, Tabby yeah. yeah. Minka, Minka Kelly looks about 17 years older than either of these kids also. It's very funny oh, yeah. whenever they're like, yeah. Have we talked about his uh, his bar that where he switches to the bar? <laughs> his high school football themed bar. bar. I forgot a bar that Matt and I are just like. I believe that was the uh, lockdown era episode where I say five hundred dollars, I'd go, and it cost me five hundred dollars. Doesn't he somehow get Gary Clark Jr. to like play the grand opening yes, of that bar, or is that of the new refurbished buddies, Garrity Motors? That's true. That dude will do anything. <laughs> it's so gettable. <laughs> You can get you can get him for that. You can get Ben Kingsley for your movie. You can just yeah. always do that. <laughs> I like that we're doing this sort of. Um, we bring up a character, and then you could see us all just like zoom out and see in the fourth <laughs> dimension, like through the entire fucking show <laughs> of like everything funny that's ever happened. <laughs> putting your entire up. life, putting your entire life flashes before me as I fall asleep many nights. <laughs> Who's next? So I don't know. Like, okay, what was what was Buddy Jared? What was so Buddy Garrity? Buddy Jared. The time. <laughs> okay, he's he pushes he pushes like the the little fucker to like take over Matt Saracen's job, right? The guy who's like oh, more talented. Oh, yeah, JD McCoy. JD McCoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he wants to win. JD McDick. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Who like hits somebody with a paintball at some point? I'm really trying to. Uh, yeah, this season stuff. four, like yeah, they all sh- they all shoot Luke Cafferty with paintballs. Yeah. Oh right, yes. And Luke is. Yeah, JD starts out as like I'm sad actually. Like my parents have all these expectations on me, and then he turns 15 and becomes the biggest douchebag in the world. Yeah, which That's is realistic. Happens. That is. Yeah, yeah. Gonna say. that does happen. <laughs> Uh, I my my next note after that uh, I'm not proud of it, but it is hello Tammy. Uh, so <laughs> I guess we should talk about Tammy Taylor. I I feel like every time I the watch least the problematic pilot, character. Every time I watch the pilot, I'm like, "Where's Tammy? Where is she? Why haven't I seen her yet? Yeah, <laughs> where is she? Tammy, Are Tammy's you keeping on screen. And then I'm like, is she in this episode less than I remember? And then she appears on screen, yeah. and I do react like an edit of like the Marvel fans. Uh, when the Black Panther steps through the portal, like I just start cheering and crying and hollering, and I'm like, I can't I'm, believe it's real. The, the, the finale, the finale, of the show is basically just like Avengers Endgame, but for us, where every time somebody <laughs> steps through like a doorway, we're like, Oh my God, Billy Riggins! Wah! And he just well, tries and, to punch yeah. Ultron. Landry's here, and he's telling, and he's telling, he's telling Matt it was a stupid idea to get if anyone is listening to this and gets mad that I said Ultron and not Thanos, you're the problem. I am the person <laughs> who thought that, but I didn't say anything. Well, it's been happening in my house recently. Like I just said, Alex been rewatching it. So oh, I thought uh, you were saying you know, she recently got she recently got to. I don't want you talking about my glands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> iconic line in the run of this show. That's one of the ones that will be remembered. Right, we're always right. She'll always be like, "Yes, of course." One of her most famous lines. It's definitely not a thing. Just like we repeat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the oh, subset man, Eric of Taylor, the, I, I still say okay like he did when 
Okay. 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 That might be my bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the, when you're not mad, scratching, scratching your head the top of, of your head, just like I wish I could beat the shit out of you. I'm not gonna. <laughs> okay, this is a weird thing you're okay, telling me, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. Oh man. Oh right. Uh, in the time since we've done this, though, um, uh, when we first covered Friday Night Lights, we didn't get uh, the fact that uh, Kyle Chandler has a new greatest line ever said in history of fiction. <laughs> <laughs> which is in Godzilla versus Kong oh, when man. he says that podcast is rotting your brain. <laughs> that could easily be a, t- a Coach Taylor line. If I if would we love just follow to hear him, Coach, if we follow I, him in Philadelphia for a few Co- years, I would love to hear Coach Taylor have to interact with a podcast. <laughs> Coach Taylor in Philadelphia learns about the rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast, and for some reason gets asked on it. Yeah, a, I don't know, yeah, but what, it's a yeah, deep coach, NBA nerd cut yeah. for y'all. So, coach definitely a <laughs> uh, big fan of the process. So here's a here's a here's a really hot take, and I, and I I, I feel about like Tammy you guys are going to disagree with me. No, it's not about Tammy Taylor. We don't we don't we all don't like we can fight about Coach Taylor all day, but Tammy's uh, Tammy's a gem. Perfect. Yeah, at least uh, probably yeah, perfect yeah, yeah. is a big is a big. There's for some reason I try to remember having problems with her when there was like. There's like a character who's like a problem, like it's like the like troubled epic? girl. Are you talking about, about epic? About epic, epic, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Which, isn't it spelled like epoch or something P- like that? It's like E-P-Y-C-K. E-P-Y-C-K. Yes, yeah. there you go. Anyway. Played by um the the um oh, fuck the actress who is like Jesse's girlfriend on Breaking Bad who gets killed. Okay, I'm also gonna mention Herc by name here. Um, but uh, Emily Rios, second, second least problematic character, Herc. Love Herc. I'm gonna name, Shout out Herc. I'm gonna name a. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have a hot take. Hot take is this. <laughs> I think it's good the way that that Friday Night Lights was written, and I think that like the fact that like the Jason Street story and like the way it goes in season one is is entertaining and compelling, and I'm glad that it exists. I think that they should have released an alternative season one just 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 because life is hard where jason street doesn't get hurt and the dylan panthers just win all the games and you can just watch that if you get real stressed <laughs> just you get real stressed one day just need a little bit of regulation I mean, just, just watch the dylan panthers win some games you just want you just, just want to see jason the street game tape and you want to imagine yeah. him playing at with your with the school. power yeah. of ai <laughs> i have now created a television a friday night light season one where jason you can street see never outside gets of the frame of the of the handheld <laughs> and you can see that he sees what's coming. He uh, brings exactly. a national championship back to Notre Dame. Yeah. It's the boys with the time machine meme. <laughs> Jason, uh, don't no, try to tackle that Jason guy. Jason doesn't get injured, but they lose that first game. Ooh, a bit of a monkey's paw. Yeah. That'd be a good season, probably. That, th- that throw was fucking terrible, too. He threw an absolute wounded duck. I got. would love... He's, he's really only has himself to blame. I would love to see Steven interact with a monkey's paw. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That's monkey's paw Steven curls somewhere right now. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. No, I mean like you actually have a monkey's paw and you know the rules of the monkey's paw and watching you try to figure out and suss out how to properly ask for what it is that you want from the monkey's paw seems the like it would thing, be a delight. The worst thing... Oh, God, delight. The worst thing about yes. me is... The worst thing about me is... It and, would be and, like and when I, I watch you order food, only this time it would be like way lower stakes. No, the stakes are higher, so it's way funnier, actually. I'm aware that I'm maturing like five years slower than everybody else and that's fine but like i think one of the worst things about 
this scenario is if there was a monkey's paw and it was just on my counter, I would be like, no, I know I can't use that. I'm not allowed to use that. It's going to hurt me. But like, I would just do it at some point. I'd be like, I'd be like, ah, oh, well, uh, sorry, I'm built different. Like, I'm going to figure <laughs> out the Not even figuring paw. it out, just grabbing the monkey's paw and being like, pizza. <laughs> drunkenly or drunkenly using the monkey's paw. Yeah, it would only be fair, mundane. To be fair, in the stories of the monkey's paw, the lower stakes the wish, the lower the consequences. Like <laughs> normally it's like the third wish that's like this huge fucking thing that yeah. where it's like, oh, this is actually And you hell. grab it and you're just like, I want a pizza. You're like, I want just unlimited pizza. I, I, and yeah, then they're like, Wow, well, you want Domino's for life. And you're like, no, fuck, the, it's Domino's? The, <laughs> monkey's, the monkey's paw gets me a pizza, and it's normal, and I eat it, and I'm sick for 24 hours, but <laughs> it's the same as always. <laughs> just like, shouldn't order the pizza. <laughs> Joke's on you, monkey's paw. Nothing different happened. <laughs> Joke's on you. This is literally, I just got a free pizza. That's all. <laughs> I got a free pizza, and I'm sick. Uh, previously, I just would have been sick. Yeah, and paid for the pizza. Um. I think the scene in the car dealership is really good. It's it's just like it does such a good it does such good work to like highlight the fact that like everybody cares, there's an insane amount of pressure on it. Everybody thinks they're smart and like everybody's sloppy. Like mm-hmm. and and it and it gives you that information in like 4 minutes of like compelling show. This where we get we get everyone trying to give Jason advice for the game. It's where we get the Black Sabbath line. It's where we get more of... I think this is where we get a lot of sense that Tim and Smash do not like each other, even though their relationship on the field is quite codependent. Even even though literally um, earlier in the episode, <laughs> Smash talks about how he doesn't like Tim Riggins. Or no, is it the opposite? No, it is Smash talking about they how he asked like Tim, Tim the, They asked him if he's racist or something. Oh, no, yeah, that's right. He's, he's just like, like, no, no I just I'm don't not like racist. Smash. I just don't like <laughs> Smash, yeah. It's It's wild. <laughs> These interviews, I, w- I would love if sports journalism had this level Crazy. of hardball questions. Crazy. For a 15-year-old kid. In the finale. In the pilot and the finale, they're asking insane questions. <laughs> Can you imagine somebody being like, lol, you're not going to play next year? That's my question. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would love to see James Harden have to answer to these questions. <laughs> it's also unclear if these reporters are from like the Dillon Gazette, or is it like a state outlet that's like covering... Is that the name of the papers? I think I believe it is Actually, officially the Dillon Gazette. Gazette. I what think so. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, that's also such a generic small town paper name. Still. But I believe that is what they call it. Could be like the Daily Dillon or something, but I think it was the Gazette. Um, but it's unclear where these reporters are from, like if it's local or state level, or even maybe like a national. Like we are, like ESPN could be covering like who big high school powers are, because it's unclear freak like what shit. level of state power Absolute Dillon is. Absolute freak shit. If you do this, you should go to jail immediately. I agree. If you follow if you follow high school football, that's not only the team that's in your town, if any. It's if you follow high school football so and your child is not on the team, you should be yeah. at least questioned. It's weird. All, all recruiters should actually go to jail. I do agree with this. <laughs> it's very I also weird. believe that no if, you, know if you put your child into football, you should be questioned. So no, no one should know anything about recruiting like even if you're like a college football obsessive, you should just like not know who any of these people yeah, are until insane. they are on campus. It's, it's so weird. Paying attention to recruits should be diagnosable. I think. 
I think I think you should be able. Like, obviously, if you're a college football coach, fine. But if you're yes. a fan, uh, no, and I think they're nice. Yeah, well, like college football coach, you shouldn't know anything about them either. Right. Every no, every college football coach is diagnosable. But I think that if you're a fan, and you're like, oh, I've heard that this sophomore, this 2025 commit is really like coming on strong and has a lot of upside. Like, I I think you should actually the same way you can force someone who's like in jail for a crime they committed while on drugs to go to rehab i think you should be able to force one of those people to go try to find another hobby yeah it's I, a bit much. they should I just also have thinking, to do activities until they like one either there there are two two changes two alternates that i can think of for how this stuff should work either a um like college sports uh coaches should have to operate um just like at a high school level where it's like you just got to work with who's on campus already. There's no, there's no recruiting. It's just from the student body. You have to pick your team. Imagine how, fair, di- how different that the world is actually would be. not how high school football works in like the big yeah, high school certain football levels. States. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Should, but like at a large level or blind boxes only, you just are, you just one day get a shipment of new players, basically. Or alternatively, alternatively, all collegiate programs academically, and as well as sports should operate the way that sports recruiting does. Like there should be extremely shady ways of like, you, you know, boosters trying to like hand money under the table to be like, you should go join the chemistry program at Princeton. Like that kind of shit. Just have an entire weird. I don't weird understand, I don't understand about what it. you're doing here, Travis. Let him, let him keep cooking. Let him keep I'm cooking. I'm saying, imagine if, if imagine if you were like hey i hear that there's this really great 17 year old math prodigy we're gonna give him a bunch of money to come yeah. to our school now admittedly so that is that, scholarships so you're saying that even even now as a 31 year old if someone wanted to hire me as a data analyst yeah recruiters. that they should that they should that recruiters shouldn't call me on the phone they should find me and like <laughs> hand me money under a table well, they should call you yeah. to approach you in legitimate means, and then when they're there, they say something about, like, now, were I to walk away from this table after we get you to kind of say, yes, there might be a bag of money here, and I might have forgotten it, and if you don't return it to me, well, it'll be no great loss. And there should be a national signing day for this kind of thing. You go, you put on the hat of the school that you're going to go go major in fucking sociology at. It's a TV event. Mac Brown for some oh you know what you know who we haven't talked about is that Mac Brown is referenced by name in this episode and then he shows up as a different character he is a ghost oh yeah uh, <laughs> the ghost of Mac Brown that appears uh where are we with Friday Nightlights pilot I mean we can kind of get to the game at this point yeah the game. I think That's fine. yeah uh, oh well hold on a sec how could we there is one important scene before it to me before the game because you get the iconic street and Riggins at the party drinking beer where Riggins outlines the perfect plan. Oh yes, of oh, life. Yeah. <laughs> the galaxy. Where you will make millions of dollars, and I where, will <laughs> leech off where, of you. <laughs> where Jason Street, where where he says Jason Street can t- spend ten years in the NFL, but also not go to college because he's like ten years from now you're yes. going to come back, <laughs> and yeah, he just kind of doesn't really think about the in between. Ten years from now you're going to come back. I'll have been taking care of your land. And we'll have a we'll have big old hunting land. Look, to be honest with you, if one of you guys, for whatever reason, was doing something that involved five million dollars a year, and you were like, 
you were like, hey, just take care of my land for me, and then I'll come back, and you get to live on this $5 million worth of land, and I'll pay you 1% of my salary every year. I'd be like, okay. I don't need glory. I, she I made I, NFL that's money, fine. especially. It's weird that it's this Tim is Riggins' like, idea, though. This <laughs> is like when I, I was explaining that if I were to have won the the mega millions that was one point whatever billion dollars, and I was like, I would give everyone... I would give a, not everyone. I would give many friends five million dollars, yeah. and that will be this, fun. I just watched uh, the Johnny Football doc recently, and I do feel like Tim's plan is sort of just like a variation of like some stuff that really went on there, where it's like Johnny Mantel's high school friend like also joined him at A and M, and then helped him like do shady business dealings that were not legal for NCAA bylaws on the side. And like, was going to just be like the fall guy for his shit. But unfortunately Tim can't do that because it required Tim also getting into college to follow Jason around. But uh, yeah, Texas forever guys. And then we, we go to the game. The first half is pretty much even one thing that I think is really interesting about this is that the halftime score I think is canonically 14 all. Yeah. That sounds right. I believe that it is. Um, it would take me a second to pull it up, so I'm going to yeah. say yes. And then, yeah, and then, you know. I think they weren't they, expected to be tied. People were, like, right. yeah, no, they, they the, thought they should blow out this team. Coach fully out, like, talks about, like, oh, you guys are taking this too, like, lightly. Or maybe he talks about it with somebody. It's just, like, yeah, they were heavy favorites. Him. Here's my issue with this, and I am going to complain about all the football. Um, That's fine. There is no greater pastime in our podcasting days than explaining the impossible nature of what Coach Taylor does on the football field. Yeah, as much as we like to debate his um, qualities as a man and as a motivator, as an X's and O's football coach, he is terrible. We all know this. But somehow (laughs) also unparalleled. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... So here, so here's my biggest problem with this, and I'm and I'm gonna have more problems. Th- their defense is, according to narrative, terrible. They're having a terrible day, and they can't stop them for shit. Their offense is, per narrative, having a great day. You know, zooming along. The score at halftime in this college football game is fourteen to fourteen. High school football. Where? How? Are we? Is it Army Navy? Are they yes. running the option? Does the clock never <laughs> they stop? They do have a very run-based offense, although it is weird because Jason is supposed to be this amazing QB. And I thought, and maybe a lot of the run stuff is later where it makes sense because Matt's more limited and you have Smash. We on your see team. them breaking off huge chunk plays. Are they running down the clock to one every single time? <laughs> maybe. Like what? Fucking what kings. is what is happening such that the offenses are both humming along and it's fourteen? Maybe they're 14. just like missing field goals left and right or something. Maybe like they're they, getting down to the goal. Line and just maybe there's the a lot sucks. of interceptions, but like they would mention that, you know, they're like the that's perfect. The it's the perfect football team. They're both teams are playing super efficient, um, uh, everywhere, but the like it's it, they it's just from you know the 10 yard line to the 10 yard line, they are moving the ball at will. It's, both it's, teams, do you remember? Do you remember like when Michigan State, Travis, do you remember this? Uh, yes, probably. Right I, I hope what you were about to say will be psychologically damaging for Travis to remember. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not, which Damn sucks. It. 
Um, do you remember when Michigan State had like a 10-minute drive to beat Iowa at the end of the I was at the fucking game. Yes, okay, I remember yeah, that. I was trying to be <laughs> tongue-in-cheek about whether or not you remembered. Um, but like that's what would have had to happen on every drive for there to be no stops yeah. and for it they to be 14-14. They had nine and a half minutes of handing LJ Scott the ball to run exactly like 3.34 yards <laughs> or whatever over and over again to get all the way down the field to win that game but that's not but we're seeing that not happen like we no, see yeah. people get 10 yards plays. at a time <laughs> they must they're getting huge penalties or something like at the huge end of the field <laughs> i don't know fucking and, dirtiest and, team of all time and jason street will not snap the ball until there's one second on the play clock. <laughs> then he runs yeah. around in the pocket for like 30 seconds like fran tarkenton and yeah totally yeah. uh anyway that's all happened then in the second half Boy, oh boy, the lads, or whatever they're called. The chaps. I don't know what... They're called the chaps. Yeah. Um, it might be really? short for, like, chaparrals or something. Simply the chaps. I like that. I actually think they're named they're, after pants, they're, though. Uh, yeah, their women's team is chaps. the lady chaps. Did <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys know Kenyan changed their mascot? What? No! I think I learned this recently. <laughs> they're not the lord. Not the lady lords. They're not the... They're not the lords and ladies. They were never the lady lords. <laughs> People uh, put that sometimes. What are they now? They're saying? the owls. They're now the owls. Oh, yeah. Lady owls. I, yes, of course. That's that one movie with Rutger Hauer, right? This is not the for lady me. owl. It's a lady hawk. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Okay. Lady, <clears throat> lady hawk. Lady hawk. I'm hearing that Straining in the in the Brady Hoke video voice. <laughs> Lady Hawk. <laughs> oh my goodness. I cannot believe Matt. Well, Matt remembers the Scream Brady 2. Brady or the, scream, the, the, the Scream episode where yes. he's playing it since that guy's playing at San Diego State after impersonating his dead twin uh, the whole time that he would be coached under Brady Hoke. And Matt's just like, what's that guy's deal? And then three of us went, oh, <laughs> You gotta understand. <laughs> Clear eyes. Uh, the problem is, is I just now do it. I, for me, it sounds like uh, on the monitor part, it sounds like I'm just like a really exasperated and tired Mickey Mouse. I mean, yeah, that's what Brady sounds like. <laughs> it's no difference. Don't understand the problem. Have we talked about street fucking his Ron shit up DeSantis yet? Ron DeSantis got married in my hotel. We're about to. We're about to, we're about to. Okay. get there. We're yeah, right so Jason, there. Throws, Jason throws one of the worst passes I've ever seen. Um, well, not, really, for a guy that, this level. He can't get the offense going for basically three quarters of a half. Yeah. Overhyped prospect, you can tell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he throws this total fucking wounded duck uh, Steven, to um, a chap. Who's the guy that I... He's... Yeah, he's... um that Ohio Brandon State quarterback? No. I was going to say that Ohio State quarterback who then became the Texas quarterback. Tate Mark... Oh, Quinn Ewers? Yeah. That's who I'm going to compare him to. I was really hoping that... Quinn Ewers is good. Tate Martell. Yeah. Um, and I was asked, my dude. Tathaniel Tath- Martell. Tathan, ta- oh, yeah, Tathan. Tathan. Tathaniel is my D&D character named in honor of the fact that we learned that his name is Tathan. Do you remember why? Do you remember why his name is Tathan? Because his dad wanted him to be a wrestler, and wrestlers have two-syllable first names. Yes, 100%. He thought two-syllable first names sound better for wrestlers. So why isn't he Nathan? Because he wanted to name him Tate. 
and then was like, but he's got to have wow. two syllables. So Damn. worked backwards from there and named him Tathan. That's cool as hell. I don't remember Tate Forcier. It's anyway. the, it the only way to solve that puzzle. So the logical um, thing that will happen if you play a game like this does happen to Jason Street. Um, yeah, well, especially if you tackle with your head down. You right. gotta, you gotta, and as, as the ref says later, look at what you're tackling. <laughs> look at what you're tackling. Remember when Luke Cafferty does the most illegal hit of all time? Uh, uh, is that I when he hits on five. Jane Fonda? Is that when he hits on Jane Fonda in eighty for Brady? <laughs> does Matt Loria in that movie? Yes. I've been waiting to drop the eighty for Brady <laughs> thing, and I was like, "When's wow. the right time to deploy?" I this? haven't seen him in anything that's not Fred Nitlitz. So that's great. You watch yeah, Parenthood? I watched a season of Parenthood. Oh. I don't know if he was on that one. I um, really was on. Parenthood. I really did flash okay. back to when I watched the show the first time. Whenever the football scenes came on, because my phone came right out. It was like muscle memory. Just, Just like, like ah. yep, cool. I'm scrolling. I'm doing oh, anything but watching this. He, uh, Matt Loria, is the lead character on a television program right, right now. now. A television right program now. or an internet video? It is a television program. It is called CSI Vegas. Whoa! Wait. That's the original CSI. Yeah, isn't the, yeah that's isn't the original CSI. CSI it's the follow-up to the original wow, CSI, good for which him. did end. Fuck. It's so like he Gil is on Grissom and like Sarah. Is Ted Danson there? No, I he forget was how much you know about so you're CSI. C- so CSI, Steven, the original, the is not on anymore. Is that done? Yeah, the original ended uh, like eight years ago. Dude, what do I know? I don't. This is TV. But that's not in CIS. There's now a show called CSI Vegas, which is just like, CSI. Oh yeah, CSI. They just yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But they wanted to put Luke yeah, Cafferty in nice. which is cool. It's him and a um, bunch of people whose names I don't recognize. I played the point-and-click adventure CD-ROM PC <laughs> game CSI <laughs> uh, when I was. What I was a big fan. That's, that's real. Fucked. Can we? <laughs> the original <laughs> That's that's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Who here played the Lost game? <laughs> I definitely did. Yeah. I don't think I ever played a game based on a TV series. So I've well, uh, other than like an N sixty four Rugrats game, I had. I I uh, played a Rugrats oh, Simpsons game. Hit and Run. I played I played multiple yeah. SpongeBob games. Spon- yeah. Simpsons Hit and Run exists. Great Never game. Had a Simpsons game. Anyway, yeah, Jason throws Straight. a terrible pick, and then you're really dwelling on him <laughs> throwing a bad pass. I'm, I'm, it I'm kind of focused on the fact that he gets paralyzed tackling badly. Yes, yeah, yeah, he tries to tackle a guy, and yeah, he goes down and is not getting up, and everyone is in shock. And except for me, I'm not shocked. This is football. You can't handle it. Don't watch. Like, I'm the not game. shocked. I've seen this episode of tell. I'm not shocked. I've seen this episode of television before. Yeah, Matt is not shocked because he's seen it before. Exactly. <laughs> I'm aware he is paralyzed for the rest of the series. I remembered how it happened. Uh, I do wonder how the Jason paralysis scene like played in real life. Like, were people like, "Holy shit!" Like when that happened when this aired. Yeah, like in. When this aired, yeah. I, I imagine this was like <laughs> telegraphed. We watched this. I imagine this reality. was like in the. <laughs> selling point of the show right like maybe that's what the movie is famously about no the the injury in the movie which is again in the book is that booby miles the star player tears like an oh i guess i'm thinking of a different movie but that's very very different what the fuck you're thinking of doesn't that happen in um the longest yard remake where they blow chris rock up with a radio bomb (sighs) any given sunday when that guy's eye pops out oh Airbud Golden Receiver. All right. Okay. Whatever. 
All right. Okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he said so the magic words to get everyone to be like, "Shut the fuck up, Travis." <laughs> so, so here's my question. At one point, Sammy Mead goes, "The third string quarterback's gonna have to go in." What happened to the second string quarterback? Do we know? Died, shot to death, sick, <laughs> sacrificed yeah. it to the gods of football to <laughs> preserve Jason Street's life. Did he play for um, <laughs> Coach? What the fuck was that other coach's name? Evil the Tennessee Tyrant? <laughs> yeah. Bill McGregor? <laughs> yeah, that's right. God damn it. Was he played by that? Was the Unless Tennessee Tyrant played Aiken. by the guy who played three coaches? That guy who played three different people. <laughs> There's that guy. And oh, don't forget, there is that. Don't forget. Yeah, that's Wait. the Mudball guy, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, He's dude, also the one who tackles Tim God, Riggins. What a fucking show. <laughs> the guy who tackles Tim Riggins because his wife's dying. <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot that it's revealed that his wife has cancer. Oh boy! Uh, and then there's also um, my wife's dying. And then there's also Wade Aiken, uh, who I saw right. in something recently. I can't oh, remember. Yeah. Wade, Wade Aiken was the guy who like he's Katie JD's McCoy. guy. Yes. Yeah, he's yeah. JD's like quarterbacks coach, and he becomes he's, the Dylan Panthers JD's, coach after Coach Taylor he's leaves for Coach East Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah. He's brand in new in town. He's been in town forever. They bring in the third string quarterback after sacri- after burning the second string quarterback alive in a giant quarterback shaped wicker man. Uh, they uh, they bring in yeah. Matt Saracen. Matt Saracen, who's never seen it's a football the in his game goddamn of his life. life. Right. Who, who who calls a play is corrected and then runs the wrong play anyway. Yeah. Uh, before Which, before sure, throwing could be me. before throwing the ball off of somebody's helmet. Also, which in his defense, could be me. In his defense, he's what? He's canonically what? Like 5'10 in this show? He's like 5'9, and they also try to say that he's really slow because he runs like a 4'6, 40 or something. Like that's. But also, I think they say, but also, think they say the, he runs a 4'8, 40, and like that's an NFL athlete. Matt Saracen dodges a pass rush deftly in the in yeah. the series. He's fucking Bryce Young on this show yeah. a lot of the time. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, and yeah, he starts off terrible, deer in the headlights, whatever. Then. Yeah, they start working that some magic. That offensive looked huge. Like he looked yeah. like he was Travis? like six eight. He looked like he was literally a professional offensive lineman. Travis, have you been watching the um, TV miniseries Love and Death? Yes, Wade Aiken showed up on Love and Death. Okay, that was that's it. Because I was, which also has Jesse Plemons. I was about to say that's about the only thing it could be. Yes. So he shows up in he shows up in like one scene on Love and Death, and I was like, why do I know this guy? And it was Wade Aiken. <laughs> Um, Aikman, Aikman. Oh, is he really named He's Aikman? Aikman? That's yeah. stupid. That was also okay. what threw me mm-hmm. as I was trying to find him, and then I learned that his real name is Drew Waters, which is an outfielder for the uh, Royals. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to find this guy. Where are we at? But yeah, Matt. They start calling plays for him that actually like are smart for the situation, if I recall. Yes, like little short yardage dump offs to smash and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and eventually they get in a position where suddenly like. They have a chance for a Hail Mary from him. There's also a part where they get out of... Okay, this bothered me. I had to do it in my notes. Where they get out of bounds with like six seconds left, but then the clock keeps running. So or like they reset for the first time. Like it doesn't so work di- that so way. Different, so one thing I'll say is different places have different rules. Like there are... Like they've changed the rules so many times. And, and currently in college football, except for the last two minutes, if you go out of bounds, they restart it on ready to play. Yeah, but this is in the last minute. Yeah, I don't. But I just don't claim they treat to it like know a normal Texas first high school football rules. I imagine they're wrong. I imagine that the show is wrong. But yeah, like, they do this for tension. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he gets a Matt Saracen throws a hail mary. It's a beautiful ball. It goes to 
Raul Julia or whatever made receiver <laughs> we never see again. Uh, and they win the game, yo. So it's a completely emotional, just like whiplash for everyone in the stadium that just like watched like their season go up in smoke and yeah. this dude's entire career and life uh, yeah. be radically altered uh, in front of them. But like in the in the short term, everyone's fucking losing it. Yeah, slamming Sammy Meads says, a new hero. "How do you do?" Just not a I phrase have, I've I ever heard two, before. Classic. I have two. It's a it's a Vern Lundquistism. I have two big quest, two big complaints. Number one is uh, after Matt Saracen throws the ball after the off the guy's head, uh, Coach Taylor calls a timeout. That is not good clock management. The clock was already no. stopped. Um, my other big. <laughs> but he's got to talk, <laughs> well, to, he's he's gotta talk to his QB though. I get it. He's not a good. Yeah. Coach. Well, he's got to talk. He's got to talk to Matt too. It's a, it's a tough. Ah uh, well, you've got situation. forty seconds to do that. Um, <laughs> the other thing is uh, just in the headset. Yeah. The other thing is the other thing is literally there's seven seconds left uh, when they you know whistle the ball ready to play and the the chaps the lads the the, the dudes the guys being dudes are not in prevent. Uh, there's literally one play left. What are, what are like they, there is like, yeah there is a time to run prevent. That it's that, that it's, you don't I'm do it the whole two minute drill. Uh, guys guys we cannot keep on this part. I want to stay on the idea of a team that's called like the Permia guys being dudes. <laughs> They're called the, the Chaps. Fleurville fellas. Just some British guys, like. <laughs> like <laughs> Could you imagine if their mascot was just a British yeah, guy, just pink, <laughs> ham-looking? The Chavs. <laughs> they should be the Chavs. Uh, they sub they it out every time. So, like one time, it's just Stormzy. The geezers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they come out to the streets. The weirdest thing about them being the Chaps is that if it's not British guys, it's pants. <laughs> Which isn't no. Right. I think Where it's chaparral. I think I think it is chaparrals, which is like a type of tree, I believe. Like the San Antonio Spurs were originally the Dallas chaparrals. I don't buy when it. they were and originally be a franchise. I think, I think they're the blokes. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think they. I, I'd love I mean, to I do love that as like a thing. Like we know so many colleges that are named after like a white ethnic group or whatever. Right. It would be funny to the just Irish, get that narrow the lads, and just be like the blokes. Yeah, if they the were just blokes. the garçons. The hombres, <laughs> the chicos, the fellas. So yeah, um, Jason Street's paralyzed, but they win the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, we get the then the yeah the cut to him being like having they his cut, uniform removed by tools. They yeah. cut back and yeah. forth a lot. That's true. Yeah. Well, that is they a classic yeah, like kind of lights thing, you know, something and positive and then something negative happening at the same time. Birth, life, death, baby. Yeah. Yeah, cutting the helmet open with the saw is Scary. one of the more memorable images of the show. Yeah, Lila back there, like sitting against the falling apart. Yeah, yeah. We really talked about Lila this episode, but I, I don't have much to say about her. Um, Lila's a great character. She really goes in a lot of directions in a way that I like. Um, oh, we even even she's someone I feel like they never figured out what to do it. The like youth pastor. Yeah, that's yeah. true. She like dates a youth a pastor. K, she, yeah, gets really, really Christian. Makes out with, with uh, Tim Riggins for a while. It does happen. Yeah. Who doesn't? Which is why I feel like most of our is it doesn't Jason, Jason doesn't Jason punch Tim in the or is yes that, you're yeah. a coward Riggins yes he punches yeah. him after the wheelchair and then Tim's wheelchair like, rugby you're game a cook, oh, Jason or whatever no. Yeah, I feel like most of our Lila discussions back on the old podcast were either about how hot she is or like that she's not just, very interesting. Just saying, or Jason! talking about Derek Jeter. 
Yeah. We're saying yeah, he's saying yeah. Yajits a lot. Yeah, a lot of Yajits. <laughs> she doesn't open her mouth when she talks. It's wild. Yeah. I mean, it's not hard to do. I could do that for the rest of the episode, and it's going to sound totally normal and cool. Yeah, that's called ventriloquism, Matt. Uh, <laughs> we haven't talked a lot about Julie. Julie. She doesn't we'll get a get lot. Julie. She doesn't have Our a lot Julie talking about in the finale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We love Julie. Julie's yeah, great. Yeah, we love more of her. And awful, but great. So would you guys watch right. more Perfectly Friday Night Lights? Teenage Girl. I was like, God damn! Like this is—it was such a breath of fresh air <laughs> to watch a fuck a show that was clearly cared about. Even I've been yeah. watching shows that like ostensibly were cared about, and then I watched Friday Night Lights, and it like soured the other things. Vampire for me. Diaries, the original, Justified. Oh hell yeah! Okay, I will. I take back the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I cornered someone the other day, basically a friend, and explained the Brothers Bond bourbon <laughs> straight up on the rocks moment. <laughs> And it started with Dude, me that going, was you know, Vampire Instagram Diaries. Story like nobody else knows about this or remembers it. But I was, I was like, you know, about Vampire Diaries, and they were like, no. And then I was like, okay, so in Vampire Diaries, <laughs> and I had to like, it wasn't a thing I let go. I then was like, so here's the deal with Vampire Diaries. There are these two guys. They're vampires. They're brothers. They're in love with the same woman. Okay. Anyways, well, some more stuff happens. There's this tree. <laughs> um. Uh, so that's what, uh, yeah, just the little things that only we care about, like uh, very specific Friday Night Lights moments. So I guess you guys all would watch some more. Yeah. I mean, so this is the thing where, like I said, we watched this on this, the flight back from Chicago and Alex Fitting. started rewatching it again, even though she watched it for the first time not very long ago. But it's like a thing to have on while she like works over and she's like, do you want to? Do you want to rewatch it? And I was like, I really don't. I really don't want to rewatch the show. I've seen it three times. I'm good for the next like decade of my life without watching it. Yeah. But it is such a great comfort thing. Like I certainly won't complain when it's on the background. I fucking right. know so much shit like the back of my hand. There's so much minutiae that's fun to remember. Um, so yeah, like it, it it did really reaffirm like that I do love this show as much as we like to make fun of it. As much as like it does a bunch of TV sins uh, as far as like drop plot lines and stuff that's just stupid or stuff that didn't necessarily age well. Like. It really is one of the best shows of a Terra. It's so richly um, written, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. And like I will always recommend it to people. I've never I've never had someone start watching it and then be like, eh. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's been fun to watch its legacy grow. I keep thinking about like maybe I'll listen to the episode by episode podcast that Scott Porter is doing yeah. with who else was on it? Wasn't Mae Whitman on it? Yeah. Um, but I forget um, who the other I believe who is the is. other Friday Night Lights member that's Isn't on it, it Luke? I thought it was another like OG because I thought it would. I thought it also had to do with the people who were involved with Parenthood in some capacity. I thought that was what it, it could was. Be. I will get it. There's a lot of crossover. Right, with Parenthood. On. It's Scott Porter, Zach Guilford, and May Whitman. It's the QBs. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, yeah, and May Whitman and May Whitman and and Zach Guilford both did Parenthood, or I think Zach Guilford played her love interest at some. She's point made on that out show. with like multiple characters from Friday Night Lights and is very proud of that uh, <laughs> across her acting career, which good for her. Yeah, hmm. I would be. We just go into the finale. Is there any dumb bullshit that we do? I truly am like, oh, I don't know. Boy. Do you guys want to watch? Do you guys want to? If you want to break, do you guys want to watch this video of my mom falling off a zip line? <laughs> 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 of course I do. <laughs> I can't believe you even have to ask that question. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. Finale. Finale. One of the greatest finales of all time. Equally great. Definitely Always. not. But a solid finale. I honestly this finale makes so much more sense. I was at, this is actually something I wanted to talk about. This is maybe the first time our yes. format yes. made something better. Felicity. Because mm, better. Better. Because in context, this finale makes no goddamn sense. Because it offers a bunch of closure on characters that we have long forgotten about. Forgotten (laughs) about is a strong (laughs) word. (laughs) But like in terms of what the show is offering, like we don't really care at this point about the the folks who show up again. But in our format, it's basically just a long movie. Like we watched the pilot and the finale, and they like work more or less as like just like a continuous story there's the intro and then some stuff in the middle that's not really that important and then the way that it closes out it felt like it's like it's the eliminates right it's the the east dylan it's because it's the east dylan players being interviewed this time yeah but like it is exactly the same fucking thing yeah and it's like easy to draw the line from where the pilot yeah left us off which is uh, which is way less. The ca- I remember feeling like this finale was really incongruous when we uh, when we watched it initially. Like we were like, why does this close on fucking Matt Saracen? Like we, they, they like brought in these extra the guy characters, who ghosted these the entire ta- the entire state of Texas or whatever. And <laughs> yeah, like we brought yeah. in all these new people. We did this whole series reset, and then you're basically just shoving them to the side and don't give them their like big moments. And instead, Matt Saracen gets to have his big moment at the end. Why? We get yeah, we get fucking Lorraine Saracen in this episode. We get like everyone right. except for Lila and Landry, who and Smash, I guess. Wait, we get Landry's in the episode. Wait, is Landry in this episode? Yeah. yeah. We can Because he critique because yeah. it's because he goes to because it's he after goes the proposal. to Landry to try to rehearse. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And he's he like, a little <laughs> you moment. fucked okay. up. You fucked up, man. Like he's just laughing at him. I forgot I forgot how insane Matt's proposal is when you like take a step back. Because you say yeah, yes? in my head it No. <laughs> wow, not a real Because romantic. yeah, in in my head it's like, yeah, Matt and Julie, OTP, like We've mm-hmm. seen it. We've seen their ups and downs. I forgot it. He straight up just leaves the state of Texas without talking to anybody. Completely <laughs> crushes her. Yeah. She goes to Chicago one time. Yeah. And then he's like, well, I'm 19. <laughs> this is it. I've got to fucking go back down and propose to her. You meet someone you want to spend the rest of your life with. You know. That's right. Uh, amongst the grand city lights of Chicago, Illinois. Yes. <laughs> Yes, the definitely the definitely Chicago exteriors that he was filmed in. Um, Shut the fuck up! Let him shoot on a goddamn soundstage. Shut the fuck up! Never. (laughs) It's just that they shoot in Austin. Let them fucking do it. Who cares? No, come to Chicago. I'm sorry, they're not Michael Mann or Wes Anderson or whoever. Where they're like, we're gonna do one. (laughs) They should have had fucking Dennis Farina appear in the. In that episode, and the guys are like, "No, I'm not going to use a fucking." St- what are you talking about? We're going to go there for one day. We're going to. We're going we're gonna, to. I need a crew in Italy for one exterior shot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Matt. I, I mean, I'm probably like. So the first section of this is just the interviews, right? And so we get them like talking to Tinker and and just being like, "So are you going to be on the consolidated Dylan team next year? Probably not." Like stuff about that. But yeah, that's less interesting than when we get Matt, and then there should be a pause for audience applause. When he shows up at the Taylor store, 
with not me. More hair than I'm not applauding. Fuck Matt Saracen. <laughs> because you remember that he broke her damn heart. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we like Julie. She told us not to drunk drive. Important message. <laughs> but it does get a lot of people to work on time. She told us not to drunk drive. She told us not to fuck your TA. Well, uh, she didn't actually tell us <laughs> on that one. No. And that really, no. She, all she did is she informed us through. She demonstrated you know, she what a bad idea it is. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Um, um, what else she told us? It's cool if you're gay. Even that she told us it's okay to be the straight woman at a gay bar. I that's guess. True. Yeah. Oh, I Unclear forgot about her gay friend. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'd say that's Devin, a that's a that's, that's a neutral that lesson. <laughs> I Julie, love that it's Julie Taylor steers. taught us a lot of neutral lessons. Devin um, feels that, ga- that gay bar is called Steers, if I remember correctly, which is Devin an inspired name for a fictional gay bar in Texas. We should talk about another place name that I don't. I don't have any other place to put this, but the Landing Strip, absolutely <laughs> essential. <laughs> well, that's location a that's a classic. Show. There are there are many actual strip clubs course, and airports that course, are called that. Of course, I believe the, I I believe Dennis Rodman tried to kill himself outside of the Landing Strip in Detroit. <laughs> like I think that's a a real thing. <laughs> but it is a, it's a perfectly named place that is uh, an essential element of the Friday Night Lights um, yeah. environment. Um, but yeah, Matt comes by to talk to Julie. They go and they catch up at the Tasty Freeze and. The Alamo Matt freeze. Proposes to her, right? The Alamo freeze. God damn it. You infected me. Uh, <laughs> he hits that knee. He hits that knee right there. Like, oh. He's sucking on chili dogs outside the Alamo freeze. This is grandma's ring. Can you imagine uh, I want you tra- being proposing to someone by this fucking dude? <laughs> you like you being wouldn't. Fu- by Matt oh, I thought you were saying like the location. And I was like, you all the Chicago freaks would absolutely get engaged. Yeah, you guys would just do that at the fucking <laughs> wiener circle or whatever. No, no, no. It's the, the freeze. The freeze. <laughs> at the freeze. Uh, but yeah, Julie says yes. Outside the Alma freeze. How romantic. Her high school sweetheart who broke her heart is like, let's get married. She's like, okay, I'm 18 years old. Sounds good. Do you think they're still married? Been through a lot of my no. life. No. <laughs> no. No, it ended in like two years. It was horrible. Yeah. It was who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, listen, if anyone ever got married at 18 and then stayed married, I can only imagine the kind of depraved shit they'd have to do to make that work. You know? Depraved. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> hey, they're in, they're just engaged. They're not married. They're not married. Yeah, yeah. They could do a, they could do a long engagement. That's never suggested, but that's honestly what they, if they're going to do this, do a long engagement. You think that artist My got advice, invited to the wedding? Engaged. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Uh, he did a bunch of art for it. Did like a centerpiece that they got married <laughs> under. Bunch of hands. That's like a terrifying pterodactyl <laughs> made of metal <laughs> or whatever. That would fucking rock if if Matt Saracen's <laughs> wedding had that guy. Come he gave a speech <laughs> that's just insulting and but also really uplifting at the end. Calls him an ugly yeah. piece of shit or whatever. He I think said about I that. think every everyone that we love on the show is there. Uh, guy Guy Raskin or whatever was there. Guy Raskin. Oh, um, yeah. Voodoo Tatum. Um, <laughs> Voodoo Tatum was definitely not at Saracen's wedding. Uh, guy Raskin <laughs> was at um, at the he was there Billy Riggins and Mindy Collette wedding though. Do you guys think Absolutely. Carlotta was there? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Carlotta, sat, Carlotta regretfully declined um, yeah. her invitation to be with her family. <laughs> um, 
You left me. Carlota left me for family back in Guatemala. Epic was there. That really annoying girl Landry dated for a second. That was wrong about metal genres was there. Oh, yeah. Uh, The friend whose name... uh, The guy who talked about the knife that we talked about earlier who got beat up. He got got beat up by another player. JD McCoy is there. No, JD McDick was um, that not one, there. That one, that one player where there's like an episode where like his parents come in and like Tammy has to talk about yeah. like him being troubled because he like lit a girl's hair on fire or whatever. And then yeah. he has a great game. Oh, and he's never yeah. heard from again. He was there. Is that the kid that it, they learned that he's playing football and they didn't realize he was on yes. the football team? Yes. yes. Uh, Hastings Ruckel. So uh, um, what else happens in the finale? We got... Uh, so we got so a, Matt a Ben has to talk Dylan to Coach also. about it. I don't know. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if we were done remembering some guys. Remember that guy <laughs> who's there remembering some guys? The oh, Travis the principal like of East Dillon who just goes, Tony Dorsett. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Remember that guy? <laughs> yep. He's on the right. He's great. He's part of uh, Jesse's posse on the Righteous Gemstones, and it makes me laugh every time he's on screen. Um, uh, what was what was uh, what was Smash's girlfriend's name? Oh, um, Waverly, the, the one who was bipolar. Yeah, Wave. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's the other girl he dated who was annoying. Uh, now, now here's the real question: Does Ornette show up at the wedding? Does he say <laughs> he's not going to go and then show up? It's the Smash's dad, or Vince's dad. Vince's dad, yeah. Yeah. Your crumbs to me, my son. <laughs> one, of the, <laughs> one of the best scenes. Every, Beating every the shit out of that guy in the I backdrop. I think about that all the time whenever there's like a bunch of crumbs on our counter that we need to clean up or whatever. I'm like, your crumbs to me. It's like, you just, eating like, like a cheese <laughs> Danish? Your crumbs to me. <laughs> just imagine Going to a crumble cookies? <laughs> your crumbs. <laughs> Smashing the fucking glass front of a crumbs, crumble cookie. Uh, fucking the D'Angelo Barksdale's there. Uh, okay. He was like a deacon. All right. Okay. The stakes of this episode are uh-huh. that uh, Tammy is trying to get Coach to agree to move to Philadelphia, the Chicago of the East Coast, because she has a job. As like a higher college up admissions. at a college, yeah, college admissions. A dean. It's, he's she would be a dean. He's never moved for her job. She's apparently moved several times within Dillon to East Dillon and back to regular Dillon. <laughs> zero and twenty times. I, I, yeah, I the classic really coach's wife idea. life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and, and also like a, Dylan so is coach gonna... brings up specifically the things that she was looking for in the house. Uh, Mm -hmm. that she mentions in the pilot, which tells you that the writers watched the fucking pilot before they wrote this finale. There's so many things that that they rewatched the pilot. Yeah. Yeah, because Dylan is offering him an unspecified sum of of money to coach the the reconsolidated Dylan thing for five and have stability, yeah, which he never had because it used to be every time you lost a game, the entire town wanted to run you out on a rail. Right. Um. Which is the thing that Travis does think should be brought back. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) It looked fun and no brother art, though. Um, Most likely to least likely get run out of town on a rail in terms of this podcast is Steven, me, Matt, Travis, right? Yeah, that feels right to me at the moment. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) No offense to anyone on that one. No, No, we all know. We all know. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
Yeah. Sorry, I finished. I I finished my drink and then had to say that. I guess. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Anyways. But yeah, so there's that. They have their stakes. Uh, Obviously, the other stakes are the championship game and then the map proposal. Yeah. Those are all the the three main things being balanced here. So I want to tell you like the map. Like like it's mostly comedy, uh, which I a little bit like. Yeah, we get him having to uh, ask coach's hand. Or not ask coach's hand. Ask coach for permission for Julie's hand in marriage, and he says the answer is no. The answer will continue to be, be no tomorrow. It will be no until the sun burns out. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah! Which is you know not a thing you generally want to hear when you're asking the dad, but also uh, you Don't know right, rightfully so. Don't do that. Like Don't you're all adult. You're all adults, and that's just a formality, and it doesn't like. That, Matt, yeah, Matt, Matt is standing up to coaches right like, well, too he bad. Says I that. already asked her. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what a sick-ass fucking thing to say. Yeah, this was actually just a formality. Like, I was just, like, trying to be polite for you. Also, like, hell yeah. I don't fucking care, yeah. Dude. I'm taking your daughter from her. I'm going to do God knows what to her, and, and you're going to have to deal with it. Oh, We're all grown-ups. <laughs> do you know, when I think about Landry's dad, I can only picture, like, Sergeant Major Briggs. I don't know what he actually looks like, but I think of Bobby's dad and Twin Peaks. You don't remember what Glenn Morshower looks like? He's perfectly cast as Landry's dad. We already we talked about Glenn Mor- in in the old podcast. We talked about every role Glenn Morshower's played, and that they're all positions of authority, all the way up to being a space captain. Yeah. Do you, do you need me? <laughs> oh to yeah, yeah, again? right. <laughs> and he has the uh, the amazing like, I'm suspicious. This girl's far too hot for my son, so she must have an ulterior motive of why she's sleeping at <laughs> <in> my house. <laughs> He's also at Matt and Julie's wedding, presumably. That's actually more likely since Landry's best friend. Maybe sometimes you invite the parents. Did we talk about cash? No. The, the, wow. Is that the, cow, the rodeo cowboy? Yeah. yeah. That sleeps with Tyra? Played by, played by Matt from the Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Every adult that every teenager slept with on the show, they're all at the wedding. Uh, the woman with the kid that Tim Tim was fucking uh, that Tim the kid who's now actually like, one of some, uh, yeah which not oh. would not meeting Alicia Witt the other woman with the kid that he fucks in the show right, the kid being yeah, Becky yeah. Uh, uh, wow. the guy that sleeps with Tyra that's like an oil dude uh, early on oh, yeah. who just bails <laughs> is there a mixtape involved with that one is there like a mix CD I, I feel like there's a mix CD maybe. somewhere in that one. <laughs> That's a really early one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, sorry. Uh, uh, Vince, 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 Vince Howard exists. Right. Michael B. Jordan was on this television show and was very good and was a main character. And I keep forgetting, like, oh, yeah, there he is. He's the quarterback of East Dillon. But I feel like he didn't. Yep. I feel like he didn't get much to do in this finale, though. I mean, he has. There's the moment that makes me cry, but that's later. Where he and says, you'll never know how proud you make me. Yeah. Why, why, was, I, why was that Harvey? <laughs> Sorry. Hold on. Hold on a sec. Why is Harvey Firestone now Coach Taylor? <laughs> what if Harvey Firestein was on this show? David. <laughs> well, I, I like that your activation <laughs> you word for the impression <laughs> is, is Jeff Goldblum character. I gotta call my mother. <laughs> I gotta call my lawyer. <laughs> Not my lawyer. You really just sound like the extremely old lady from SpongeBob. Yeah, um, you do. <laughs> that's what he sounds like. Right. He does. I mean, there. Well, he's a little deeper than that, generally. And, David. Uh, David. Uh, can I do um, an honorary one final poster check that I don't think Dude, I ever did I, in the I original run too. of this? <laughs> Is that Julie <laughs> has a poster for um, Richard Hawley, the guitarist from Pulp's solo album? <laughs> 
chose this shit? What the fuck? <laughs> that classic thing every 18-year-old girl in Texas is into. Pulp, pulp members' solo careers. So, something that, the dynamic that I really liked in this that uh, I, I thought was played both very funny and also like very accurately. So, there are three good football players who have been mentored by Coach Taylor in this episode who he has like serious conversations with. Matt Saracen, Tim Riggins, and Vince, right? And yeah. it is crazy how much the conversations between him between Coach and Vince are like, I'm so proud of you. You, I, you have no idea. Him talking to Riggins being like, anything you need, anything at all. You're, you know I have you covered. And then the, the conversation with Saracen is like, you are a fucking idiot. I hate you. <laughs> you are a stupid piece of shit. If you try to marry my daughter, I will fuck you. I will destroy you. <laughs> If I she feel like died biggest, tomorrow, I would I celebrate. I feel like the biggest difference, <laughs> the biggest variable there is only one of those guys tried to marry his daughter. Right. Like, or yeah. dated her at all. They and briefly Sarah, thought Sarah to, they briefly like thought such a perfectly dopey fucking dude. Like, everybody the else, character even when the they're beaten down, is like, is, has this kind of like cool confidence to them. And Saracen yeah. comes in and he's like, uh... Uh, so, sir, I uh, so I was thinking about uh, marrying there's a, there's your daughter. A, I think one of my uh, favorite things is when he knocks on the door and he's like, "Damn, like Julie is here." Is Julie your daughter? Is what he says, and then she says, "Yes, she is." That's the this yeah, the beautiful it's, moment. It's truly yeah because Matt has never he doesn't respect Matt enough because Matt has never truly stood up to him. Uh, like everyone else has. Well, he does. Matt's do never come by and said "fuck you, coach." But also, right, it's really, it's really because buying. it's really Insulted. because Julie bro- or because Matt broke Julie's heart. And yeah, he's right. being a papa bear about it. Like I do get it, and yeah, I do love totally. the very the very classic mom and dad argument slash discussion that Coach and Tammy have, where Coach keeps saying. Matt Sarah proposed to your daughter, and your <laughs> daughter said yes, and he's just getting really mad, and and she was like. I think we're in agreement. Why are you arguing with me about? <laughs> we're on the same side. And he's like he's just yelling at her. What a Par- parents love okay. to say your child when the child fucks up. I fucking carry this forward and refer to people as your friend. Yeah, I'm like disgusting, your stupid so fucking friend. And I got I got a shout out Zach Guilford for being amazing at playing this character. Yes, he's amazing like he's- all the time. I hate that he's not in more stuff because hey, he's man. so good on this show. Uh, people liked that one vampire show with the, he's, he the... is terrible in that show but okay. that show is fun if it were one third of the length it would be like all-time classic yeah it's also a chicago guy shout uh, out in real life by that do you mean austin <laughs> i mean he compared matt saracen to kyle orton i don't know who that True. is he was a, a wow. mediocre well okay this is redundant but a mediocre bears quarterback uh, um <laughs> damn but who was a fan favorite? Uh, I see. It was like scrappy. But yeah, they do finally then have they finally sit Matt and Julie down for dinner and have an honest discussion where we're like, "Here's why we think this is a bad idea. Like you're insanely young. Like it's not that we don't support you. It's like just take a step back here." And then, but Julie's like, "But you guys are my, you know, my inspiration. Like we want to be like you. And you guys got married young." And they're like, and they damn it. Kind of we're like, it. fuck. And they're like, she got her ass. Like, what you don't understand is that 
It was a different uh, time. Is that uh, marriage involves a lot of compromising, like we do. We compromise so much. We will give up an even amount yes. of stuff. I'm bummed we don't get more terrifying Gracie Bell. <laughs> There's a, there's a guy we haven't remembered yet. She does show up. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah, just said her first mentioned. sighting. No, she shows she up. Gets men- she does get mentioned. The X-Files theme plays Matt when Saracen she wants pops to up on screen. <laughs> and Tammy goes, Gracie Bell? Julie? Yeah, she goes, Julie? No, Gracie Julie? Bell. Goes, no, no <laughs> Gracie. <laughs> yes, Julie. <laughs> but yes, that conversation also serves as a like light bulb moment for Coach as they linger on his face as they talk about compromise. Have we talked about the looming threat of the East-West uh, re-merger? Re- re-merger? Yeah. Just in broad strokes of like some of these kids are taught, like they like they said, they tell yeah. Tinker, like, you're probably not making the team. You suck. How dare they say that to my boy? They should not go. Yeah, I go after my dude, Tink. Should have been Isn't credits. that his real Had name? Way, his real name uh, is Dallas Tinker, I believe. His, or, no, his character is Dallas Tinker, and I think the kid's name in real life is Lamarcus Tinker or something like that. But he has really named Lamarcus Tinker is the, ac- yes, the, uh, is the, the actor. The surname equivalent of the we're just calling you by your real name kind of actor. He should have been main yeah. credits, not Gray Damon. Hundred percent. I think he gets more. 100%. I think he gets more plot lines right, than Hastings the does. That was in the show. <laughs> not not Gray <grade> Mon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Change into digital monsters. Yeah. We're doing that next week. To save the digital world. Okay, so East Dillon. Anybody want to tackle explaining why East Dillon exists? And uh, uh, East Dillon exists because Dillon's racist, and so they yeah. uh, reopened the poor, the poor decrepit high school. Yeah, because the they, they, the Seasons school suddenly magically got too big. Cover this. Where they're yeah. like there's Dylan, just this Dylan other part of Dylan that's yeah, now segregated. Yeah, the part of Dylan. Like, even though there were there were a fair amount of black students at Dylan, it seemed yeah. like, but now not uh, anymore though. Right now, it's like they're overcrowded. Um, so they had to reopen the school that had been closed. It's really unclear how big of a town Dylan is. It's obviously, implied it's as small big town. as it needs to be. Yeah, as big as it has to be. And so, yeah, they reopen. Do you guys want to know a fun fact? I just restart learned? their football program. What's up? Lamarcus Tinker's birthday is October twenty fourth, nineteen ninety, and because Wikipedia is Wikipedia, they need to have a link to verify this. Mm-hmm. You know, the citation for that is a tweet from Matt Loria wishing him happy birthday. Cool, fantastic. <laughs> I I think that's very cute. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm glad that they are bros in real life. Um, <laughs> I just yeah. I just think that's cute. Just like I think it's cute when any two Friday Night Lights alums are in one thing, because like as we were talking Game Night earlier, also Kyle Chandler's there. Did he? Yeah. Did he or Jesse Plemons get cast first? And if so, did one recommend the other? Do they interact in this episode? In Game Night. In Game Night. Uh, I don't yeah, remember. I think in like sort of the climax. Okay. Because um, uh, I feel to. like I've seen things that have multiple Friday Night Lights actors when they, they finally like meet, when they like meet the Bulgarian or whatever, or Michael yeah. C. Hall's there, that they they must interact. But yeah, it's like do those pe- do those two hang out? Do they talk to each other much? Do they offer each other advice? Who knows? Um, but yeah, they, so they had to they reopened East Dillon because of overcrowding, and now they're closing it again two years later because of I don't remember because uh, uh, the football team got too good and they want those guys and back they're on like, Dillon. This is taking is a hundred percent what seems to be the, <laughs> yeah. the yeah, high school board. It's like we have to the 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 district is like we have to shut shut this shit down. And then reunite this program, and then we will be a true superpower under the guidance of Coach Eric Taylor. Yes. Um, 
so yeah, even though they're going to state unexpectedly a year after going like two and ten or something, the high school's closing. Yeah, well, they like dominate throughout the season because they're good now, and then they have the cocky uh, reactions, and the team has some chemistry issues at various points because of the 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 uh, the way that like various players are interacting with each other and being cocky and. Vince's girlfriend is there and she's now like on the staff because she wants to be a coach. She's like an equipment manager. Yeah, I guess she this, this episode, was a I, kept, I kept waiting for the moment player, that I guess must. I kept <laughs> her dad was a football and she was like, I, I, I want to interact with these. I must, I guess it must have been in a previous episode, but very vividly I remember Coach Taylor suggesting to Jess that he knows Art Bryles and she should look into going to Baylor and working oh. on the football team there, which is the most <sighs> awful, <laughs> inadvertently <sighs> terrible thing you could possibly suggest. <sighs> um, uh, Baylor football program had a huge sexual assault scandal that I think even, even included female staff members. Um, so yeah, Jesus. looks bad. Um, but here we only got him being like, oh yeah, I know the coach at, at Dallas, whatever yeah. high school that you're going to transfer to. So you can be there. Yeah, Jess doesn't get a whole lot in this. Journey Smollett? That's what I'm saying. Like, Journey. they really, like, I feel like they gloss over all of the characters that we've cared about in the last that are two East, seasons. Yeah, that are East In order specific. to just, like, Matt Saracen. Yeah. Tim Riggins and Tyra. Like, why? Yeah, Jess, it's just like, you're going to move and hang out with your dad, and one day your brother will cause a huge scandal. Uh, <laughs> we don't need to talk about that part. We can talk about it instead. People never in- stop talking about it in Chicago. Uh, and then your Lovecraft country, that show sucked. She was Black Canary in uh, Birds, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. So yeah, she's, 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 she's Landry's other inexplicably hot girlfriend. Um, what other East Dillon specific characters? We don't really... Oh, we get Matt and Becky... Or sorry, Luke and Becky. Matt yeah, Murray, yeah we get a bit yeah. of school. Yeah. Becky. Becky's, I like Becky's mom. Uh, oh, remember that scene where Tim Regans beats up Becky's dad? Or not Becky's dad, but like Becky's mom's... Is it Becky's dad? Uh, I think it is her father. I, yeah. really well, I think he this. is actually where her like father. Tim shows up and like rips the guy out of his like yeah. trailer and kicks yeah. his ass. Oh yeah, yeah. I believe <laughs> yeah. that is Becky's actual father. <laughs> yeah, he like shoves him in the mud. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do remember he this. Thinks, yes. Wow. Because he thinks he's had sex with Becky, but Becky is just in love with Tim, and yeah, Tim is like, like hey, do that. I fucked your wife. Yeah. yeah, who yeah, is exactly. who is who I think she was away that more she was working yeah. for a riverboat right. casino. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's like, right. no, I didn't fuck your daughter, but I did fuck your wife, which is like, <laughs> yeah, more well, less. he didn't say fuck. <laughs> That's the thing. We always have to like, we say what they think we think they are, and it's like yeah. the line is what completely they would say accurate, if this was real. we curse. Yeah, yeah we yeah, say what they would really say. I made love to your wife. Yeah, made the beast with two backs with your wife. Yeah. Absolutely drilled I your, wife your wife in this trailer. I balled your, I balled your wife. wife. I'm definitely not Canadian. I'm watching your television. <laughs> Sorry, I fucked your wife. Uh, yeah, you Becky. My wife. That's the thing. Him being super old makes it so it's way funnier to talk about the moments where he's actually super Canadian in the show and says something. And always. Like, Here's this 30-year-old Canadian who's like, I am a Texas teen. <laughs> His uh, nicknames for people all feel really hockey guy to me more than they feel football guy. Yeah, you've talked about that before, Marmzy. Yeah, yeah, but Becky. Yeah, Becky and Luke's resolution is just Luke being like, "I, I really do like, like you. you. I'm sorry, sorry I knocked you up. I'm joining the military now." Bye. Yeah, 
Oh no, that's right. The resolution of those characters is that Luke is that she cheats on Luke all the time, and then Luke dies abroad. Yeah. Seems fair. Yeah, it seems fine. Most likely, Vince is a star quarterback. His dad, Michael B. Jordan, is in and out of his life. He makes a pass. I do appreciate. You know, I don't, I don't know how we, where we even are in the finale anymore. We're just bouncing around. We're just like trying um, to hit like the three main through lines, yeah. and not in any sort of order. I I just I like the conceit of like you don't know you know they're going to win the championship so we're not going to actually show you it you're just going to do the match cut with the pass and it's that all going to be good. montage we're not yeah. going to have like the play by play so stuff montage, yeah, yeah. Slam and Sammy Mead gets one gets one thing to say and the thing that he says is stupid which is <laughs> which is three seconds left and and Dylan or and East Dylan is out of timeouts. What do you mean fucking out of time? It doesn't fucking matter. There's three seconds left. What yeah, you, you can't run a play out? in three seconds. You're going to run a play and call a timeout? Like, what He's are a you stupid on? man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it means they can't line up and then call another timeout when they see what the defense has or something. I, I don't know. Well. Sure. They can't ice their own kicker. <laughs> they can't ice their own fucking thrower. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, They're down um, five. Wouldn't be kicking from anywhere on the field. Yeah, but we get the the great shot of the the Hail Mary and it sailing through the air and then the match cut into six months later in in Philadelphia. Oh, oh, we didn't talk about the best Coach Taylor scene on the show, which is when... I thought we are saving that for last. Huh. I thought we... Because you were like, oh, we're just going through on the plots. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, we're clearly... Because, yeah, well, you the get mall, the... The mall get, scene I wanted to talk yeah, about. Yeah, but you yeah. get the ball... You get the... The thing is, is then you see the team, the new team... In that like montage moment or whatever and stuff like that, but you have Vince is wearing a championship ring and Tinker's on the super team, and you're like, my yeah, boys yeah. did it. Yeah, but we didn't get we we skipped over. Yeah, the scene we the skipped mall. over the part where Coach says, "Take me with you." Yeah, take me with it's you. It's your turn. I want to come to. Phil- Will you let me come yeah. to Philadelphia with you? Please take me to Philadelphia with you. I think this scene with Coach, uh, unsurprisingly, uh, is deeply romantic. Of yeah. just being like, yeah, they certainly hey, wrote it that way. It's your turn. Come take me. Can I, I take? Can I? Can I, the, I, can I come really with you? Know what that means, man. What? They wrote it that way, or yeah. they did. Yeah. Asking someone if they can take take them with you. Yeah, this was an okay scene. But yeah, I I have invoked the scene in recent memory. Uh, I think it is great. I think it's also just wonderful that it's just yeah. We do get Gracie because she's there with Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, terrifying. And, uh, I'm terrifying. Sorry to scaring, Santa Claus. Scaring them all, Santa. <laughs> It's, a tough Mall Santa. it's one of Santa. It's one Mall of Santa's watching this scene happen, and it's just like this child keeps horrifying. staring at him, and he's like, "The fuck's going on, man? What the fuck's going on with that Bad baby?" Bad time for that, Santa Claus. But Santa Claus is like, "I why do I know the day I'm going to die?" <laughs> um, but I'm just staring into that baby's eyes. Uh, but yes, yeah, she. Uh, uh, yeah, so Tammy, you know, is just there with Gracie at at the mall showing Santa, and she's mad at Coach. And Coach has just realized, like, it's her turn. And he comes and he's like, you know, asks to go with her. And it's beautiful and it's wonderful. It's like the opposite of goodwill hunting. He doesn't have to go see about a girl. He's going to go with the girl to go see about a new job. And he's going to have a wonderful time in Philadelphia. He's going to go to a lot of war on drugs shows. <laughs> just a lot. Yeah. Uh, any other things that we need to hit? We had the Tyra, the, the Tyra and Tim thing. Tim bought that it's land. It's weird he's gonna that he's going to build... He gets to live the dream that he had for Jason Street, but without Jason Street. Yeah, Tim's doing the epilogue yeah. from Red Dead Redemption 2. Because Jason uh, Street now is like raising a child and a sports agent. Right, he's a sports yes. agent. In like right. New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. 
And yeah, Tyra's been in love with Tim forever. And we've been in love with these characters and will continue to be. This is an important show to me, uh, as silly as that is to say. Good show. And it was the thing where I I watched the pilot and I was like, Ian, you can't watch all of this. You can't can't (laughs) just do it. You don't have the time to do that. You have to do other things with your life. But yeah, like obviously one of the best shows that we've watched, like really stands head and shoulders above other things that are supposed to be good even. Dilbert and Scooby-Doo. And Mind of Mencia. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. The things you people have done to me. Is it my turn to pick now? Yes, yeah, it is your it turn is. to pick. So, well, um, now that we've hit 100 episodes, I think it's time for us to go forward into a new era. No. I, I finally have a theme that I've determined that I want, because that's always kind of been the thing. You guys have your little picks and themes. So I think when we come back for 101, it'll be time. We finally got to do it. We're going to cover House of Cards. No. Man, so are you taking a break from recording the th- anyway? Is the theme, is the theme who, canceled? Then? Who here knows the least about House of Cards? <laughs> I don't know very much about House of Cards. I've never I've seen, seen the vast the majority of, of that cards. show. Okay. All I know is Minority Whip. That's all I know. So it sounds like, <laughs> it like it's going to be Travis talking about yeah, it. Travis, sure. can you tell me everything you know about House of Cards starting now? House of Cards was Netflix's big foray into original programming uh, all those years ago and stars Kevin Spacey doing a foghorn leghorn voice (laughs) as he plays some sort of, yeah, like minority whip. Uh, And it was supposed to be the like what everyone in D.C. thinks that they are like and what cool shit that they're up to. Uh, um, What is the let me be frank. Let me be frank (laughs) came from that, you know, in, in a sense. And that's time. Uh, he was acquitted. That's time. <laughs> oh, um, Jesus, Travis. And Jesus. You fools. You absolute rubes. You idiots. Is this a different show called House of Cards? You played right into reveal? my trap. We will instead be covering the 1990 British television show oh, House you of Cards that British inspired shows? House of Cards. You're picking no. non-American <laughs> shows for that, episode that 100 and, for Ian's new theme. Welcome. It's international. Okay. I, I will this. never pick an American show. <laughs> <laughs> Until you feel like doing it again. <laughs> Until I feel like doing it again. But no, it's time That's we great. go abroad, folks. Cool. We I haven't done we're it still enough. not doing So we're streaming. starting this tour. <laughs> yeah. We're starting this episodes. tour. We've <laughs> never watched an internet video. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Streaming is not I television. Truly, Other than like, shows <laughs> that then got picked up by streamers after being right. canceled we have from watched, their network. We have We've done that. quite a few shows that ended on streaming. <laughs> but we, I had this thought, like, I had this revelation like two weeks ago where I was like, the House of Cards is like this British series that rent multiple. And if I say yeah. I'm picking House of Cards and I make it like a big thing, they're all going to be like, we're fucking watching David Fincher's pilot one. Yeah. No, 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 we're going to England. Jolly old England. Jolly old fucking England. I'm excited for for Ian to just pick English shows. No, dude. <laughs> I have, we, can watch, I have, uh, dude. we can watch the original The Good Doctor. You guys Dude. are, yeah, you, yeah. That Travis is getting closer to some of the ideas. The, the like Indonesian kid nation. We're gonna get some K dramas up in here pretty no. soon. Oh, I do. I would watch a K drama. That would. You're be gonna have fun. to. This is yeah. not negotiable. <laughs> this is how the rules work. Yeah. If I could opt out, I would. There are many things I wouldn't have done, but instead, uh, we will be doing that. Thank you for listening. Uh, uh, thank you to my dear friends who I have done this thing with, and it has been a honestly grounding and wonderful treat to get to talk to you guys in these capacities uh, and uh, just, you know, stay in touch and talk through 
all sorts of manners of things are happening in our lives, mostly framed around uh, various Friday Night Lights characters, even when we're not talking about Friday Night Lights. So it's been a wonderful treat, and I can't wait to, uh, you know, watch uh, Francis Urquhart's uh, uh, shenanigans next week. The uh, Walking we Dead, but the one that they aired in Brazil. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the, oh, the we telenovela should watch, version we of should Breaking watch, Bad. Um, Metastasis, yeah. yeah. Yes, that's, yes, we both got to the joke. Um, Steven, do you want to bring us home? Let's touch God this time, boys. Wait. Is it Let's Touch God tonight, boys? Let's Touch God. Fuck. Hold on. Let me try again. (laughs) I wrote Let's Touch God this time, boys, but that doesn't sound right. Let's Touch God tonight, boys. That's it. Oh, God. I gotta... uh, Anyway. Clear eyes. (laughs) I was living in a devil town. I didn't know it was a devil town. Oh, Lord, it really brings me down about the devil town. All my friends were vampires. Didn't know they were vampires. Turns out I was a vampire myself in the devil town. Oh, Lord, it brings me down about the devil town.